Coming up next, a review of the most popular film in America right now, Steven Seagal in Under Siege. I'm thrilled to death to hear that. Yeah. know i'm strictly load and reload i think i blew out my voice do it that feel psych i'm good not a good sign for the very beginning of a podcast to blow out your voice but uh how red did that I guess get? we will it, we we're all the way one? in the red yeah oh yeah much, anytime you scream into the microphone oh! do that. yeah just like that that's that's how it's gonna work huh Oh. I don't know. One of these days, we'll figure out uh, the audio and the recording of a podcast or or whatnot. Or here, may, may, more likely, we won't. I was going to say yeah. the real question: more we won't. Does it matter? No, no, no. no. Certainly, none of yeah. this matters. I think that's been well established. If you've made it this far, uh huh. I've got nothing to say to you. Right? No. Please. Turning my back on anybody yeah. who's uh, stuck with this thing, especially yes. through everything we've been through right. collectively as a society over the last uh, couple of years. Yeah. Like, you still you still got time in your schedule for this crap. Mm-hmm. Fucking figure something else out better for yourself. It's it's embarrassing, quite frankly. I feel like we're two characters like stuck in hell doing this every week. Almost, it's like an like adult that swim TV cartoon. show lost. Yeah. Is that what that show ended up being? I always assumed I that's so. what that show was going to end up being. If we were lost, but a 15-minute adult swim show that felt like two and a half hours. Oh, there's a lot of those. They pretty much mastered the art of making those things, uh, mm-hmm. the, the adult swim. So we could probably, you know, make a move in terms of media. Oh, I got to hope there's no adults watching this. This, this, this is for this the is children. This for Baby the kids. Oh, it's yeah. for the children. I've said yeah. it. From the very beginning, it's uh, the key demo we're yeah, shooting after here. If you check out where our iPod, iPad, iPodcast, all podcast, Get, on all Pull those. out your iPods. Yeah. We're listening to the podcasts. If you check where we demo. We're going to change the name of podcasts, considering they're senseless at this point, since an iPod hasn't been a thing for like 10 years. Oh, that's where the name comes from. Yeah, huh? Well, just putting, putting two and two together, you know? Uh. We got two eventually. I don't stop and think about those kinds of no. questions. Why would you? Stupid. I, I ask myself questions it's a, it's like... It's an audio extravaganza here anyways. What's bark made out of? Uh, the root beer? Yes, that's with a Q. Mostly chemicals, I think, oh, yeah. well. And I don't think there's anything natural in that. Chemicals. Now, now dads, chemicals there's all sorts us. of uh, natural roots and barks and mm. all sorts of stuff from the mm. woods and that thing, I would assume. Speaking of your father in the woods, it's baby oil and blow. Shoot him up, cut him up, blow him up. Doing out in the woods. Christmas up, extravaganza kind of still. Christmas down. No. Christmas down. Yeah. Well, it's over. It's over. We're still doing diehard December, so it's that's true. December kinda, ain't over. Yeah, this, uh, unfortunately, it's too tough to get away. I am one half of your hosts. Mm. I am Matt O. Uh, with me as always, you are the. LimeWire to my Napster. Oh, wow. You are Nate Adams. Oh, hoy, hoy, everybody. As we we are past Christmas uh, Day, as we've established, <laughs> but not quite through December. So what that means is we're in that uh, 
that post Christmas Day, Christmas season, the worst part of the season, in the my man. opinion. The, uh, the everywhere you go, people try to make small talk with you about yeah. how your Christmas was uh, part of the Christmas season. It was awful. Like, what was your Christmas? How was your, your Christmas? Did you, did you have a good Christmas? I've been telling. How was, how was your Christmas? Telling, been telling people, please. Respect my privacy and what, mind your own what, business. What do these people want out of you? Like, what, what are they looking for? I have nothing to give, Nate. I did, this m- is it. Motherfucker. You will not. You will not guess what happened on Christmas. It was, oh, man. Fuck. Get a load of this. So many people were there. Uh, I found... I met this homeless man who didn't have anywhere to go. Nope. So I invited him in for a meal. Got to. And it turned out that he was just... An eccentric billionaire who'd made a bet with another billionaire that the spirit of Christmas still existed and he could yep. find charity. And now I'm in his will. And then Jeff Bezos. I literally own a mansion in children. New Hampshire. Oh, you do? All because of Christmas this year. It was crazy. I can't believe you so, wanted to do this show tonight. I'm so happy you asked. I figured you would have been in New Hampshire. So happy you asked how my huh. Christmas was because I've just been bursting at the seams to let all this out and tell somebody about it, quite frankly. That's not how. No, it was the same thing that it was every year for your entire fucking life. Yeah. Everybody does their same stupid routine. Let's move on. We don't have to talk about it. Oh, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Hit a nerve. So, uh, you got any plans for New Year's? Nope. Then? You got any plans for your New Year's? Sniff some glue. Uh, you wouldn't. Uh, you're not going to believe it. I found out about the most exclusive underground New Year's rave party. It's, well, it's vampires only. Oh. Although we do invite in some suckers who think they're just at a normal rave, but they turn oh. out just to be the people we eat during Wait the bloodbath. Like, uh, there's, okay. So Is that I'm the one at the to, I'm not supposed to spread this around, but you can if you can find ancient relics uh, uh, written in black light ink no, wait, yeah. outside of uh, certain Arby's. venues, you might be able to find one of these underground parties. Like, oh. it's going to be so cool, though, so exclusive. Like, nobody else knows about it or my New Year's plans. When are they bringing Blade back? Um, I don't know. They announced what some guy is being is played. Marsala uh, Ali. Like, oh, I can't believe uh, that he was cast. Aren't you excited about that? And I was like, yeah, because I know the name of actors yeah. that have broken in the last five years. The... I don't know who the fuck this guy is, and oh. I don't care, quite frankly. Oh, my. It's a Christmas miracle. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> it looks like you got a... A little bit of a phone call coming in. Let's see if we can What's patch that? through, patch some audio in there. Hello? Is that? Hello? Oh. Hello? Oh. Oh, hi. Hello? Is that? Is that Tom Rock I hear? Is that Nate Oh, it's a New Year's miracle. Nate Adams, are you in Chicago tonight? Uh, no, I'm here at Baby Oil and Blow Studios uh, recording a podcast, Tom Rock. Just the other night, I was over at like Baby Oil and Blow Studios, and you was in Chicago. Oh, is that why I saw the imprint of somebody's face pressed against the window? It looked like that was my balls. Oh. <laughs> uh, Anyways, I do it every night. At anywho, two, every night at two forty-five. Look, I know you guys are like short on time on these uh, live podcasts. That's right. So yeah. I want to ask really quick. Where are you guys already? Because I have I have a few good facts and a few good things I want to throw in on this flick. Okay, so um, I'll stick around and like hang out, and I'll try to, I'll try to keep my uh, dialogue to a minimum. This is this is the very beginning, Tom Rock. We haven't even okay. uh, we haven't even announced the film. We're not even into the rundown oh, here. 
then if you don't mind me hanging out on the fucking line for a few, and yep. like I'll chime in here and there. I tell you, you guys go, and then I ha- I have a couple good. Uh, I got I got some. I, I have a couple good tidbits for you guys. I like the sound of this. I'm liking the sound That's of this juicy. a lot. That's juicy. Some juicy tidbits. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I called Matt earlier, uh-huh. and I was like, ah. Oh. And he was like, why are you calling me? And I was like, he's like, I'm watching the siege. And I was like, oh, shit. You guys watching that shit together? He's like, no, man, I, I'm watching it, but I'm finishing up before I get over there. And I was like, oh, don't shit. don't let him know how we make the sausage. There's oh, a little man, peek behind the curtain here. Well, I just automatically know this shit. Long story short, like, that's why I, I was telling him, I'm like, man, I was disappointed that I missed the call for dread. But I like the call. I'm glad I made it to the uh, the, the preface of everything. Sure, yeah. Got to open and strong. I said wanted, that. I, and I really wanted to get in on the Paul Blart, but I was glad that I was smart enough. Oh, yeah, you didn't want to get in on that. On my, on my drive to work, though, I was able to go dread and Blart and kind of stick it all in. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. So you, got, you got thoughts on all these movies you're telling me? But I was like, hey, what the fuck's the best thing to do for Baby Oil and Blow on the last fucking show? Oh, hell yeah. A little under let's siege. Get some, let's, let's get some Tom Rock call in action. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Let's let's start the rundown, Tom Rock. Let's do it. Do what you got. No, no. Do we all just start the rundown? You guys can banter for a few. Matt still hasn't done his. Oh, we bantered. I did all that shit. You already did the, he's my hit to the hit. And I'm the oh, we're post that. You oh, called yeah. right during that. This is perfect oh, yeah. timing. Let's, we're going to get into the rundown do here. Don't, don't let me hold you back. Let's do it. Here it goes. Okay, rundown this week is brought to us by see if uh, I can still sound effect. UPN, where Tom Rock's driving into work right now or whatever. Just so we went. Ham. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't even have to hit that soundboard anymore because Tom Rock's, Tom Rock's spilling it. <laughs> the rundown is of 1992's Under Siege. This is a film with a runtime of 103 minutes. Film budget, $35 million. They set this thing on a battleship. For 35, for $35 mil? million? Dollars. That's cheap. Gross, $156.6 million. Do we lose Tom Rock? No, Tom Rock, you're still there. Tom Rock's here. Tom Rock's not in. Tom Rock, make the rap horn noise. He's fiddling very... uh, Make the rap horn noise. He's more worried about sound effects than he is you, Tom Rock. I don't know what's happening here. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) 79% Rotten Tomatoes. I think this might be the best-reviewed Steven Seagal movie of all time, if if I'm not mistaken. Do you want to let Tom Rock chime in really quick? Sure, yeah. Get it in there. Steven, Steven Seagal has three positive Rotten to- Tomatoes mm, scores. That can't be true. Three. Under Siege. Yeah, okay. And then <laughs> Machete, which he's in for like five minutes. Oh, yeah, it doesn't count. Tucker doesn't Cowdy. count. Not a vehicle. And the other one is uh, uh, fucking Executive Decision, which he gets killed within the first five minutes. What? Yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. calling those not Steven Seagal movies. Hey, I'm saying Steven Seagal's in three top-rated uh, Rotten, Rotten Tomato scores, and those are the three flicks. Cinema score A minus. Audiences really love yeah. this one. This 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 Under Siege here. Similar score for Glimmer Man. Oh wow! Yeah, that's uh. Dude, Glimmer Man. I don't. Remember. That was the one with David Wayne, ain't it? Mm, one of the Wayne brothers. One of them. Keenan Ivory. Keenan Ivory. It's it's a lot of black people in that I remember. Sean 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 Wayne's. Thought there was a rapper. Wasn't there a rapper in that movie? Lil Wayans. Director of this film, a guy we've uh, dealt with before, a man named Andrew Davis, 
We saw his Chuck Norris movie, Code of Silence. Oh, good one. Yeah. I think we talked about Above the Law, right? That's one of the uh, oh, yeah, Steven Seagal totally. ones we There's talked about Steven, for sure. Steven Seagal shit there. Yeah, there you go. So this guy loves working with Steven Seagal. Uh, went on to take everybody he cast in this movie and make The Fugitive a couple years later. So Facts. probably won an Oscar for that or something. I don't know. Cut Seagal out of the movie, you yeah. get Oscars. Just switch the here. samples. Yeah, fucking. It wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. I don't care. Yeah. Is that another one? I don't, I don't know. I don't give oh, wait, a that's shit. that's another guy. Does everybody talk like Harrison Ford in that yep. movie? Yeah, that's the one I was looking for. That's the uh, when he's like, I didn't do it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a pretty good idea. TLJ right there. Tommy Lee, baby. Stars of this film, number one. Steven Seagal is in this movie. Oh, yeah. As Casey Ryback, the same cook who we talked about in Under Siege <laughs> 2 Dark Territory. Past episode, look it up. Yeah. This guy, Vietnam vet. Vietnam vet. He's a Cajun blues man. He's mm-hmm. a Native American shaman. Mm-hmm. He's a Buddhist monk. Yep. Uh, he's got a reggae album. He's got his own reggae album. Casey Ryback is a Vietnam vet. Uh, also, he cooks. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's, he's, he's done tours everywhere. That's uh, that's established. Every war. Vietnam that's definitely okay. name-dropped. Definitely name-dropped in, uh, in this film right here. Tommy Lee Jones is in this movie as... William Stranix, mm-hmm. a former CIA operative turned awesome lead singer who uh, has a bone to pick with the U.S. government, but also is Get like sort of a blues man himself. He was uh, Dr. Mark Toland on 21 episodes of One Life to Live. Sure was. Uh, we heard him say, I'll get my gear in the movie Rolling Thunder. Hell yeah. We saw him getting a U2-fueled bomb war and blown away. Ooh. This is a triple crown winning extravaganza celebration for TLJ. He was, he was, all, he was the shooter in the clock tower at uh, that one university, that real life. Oh, the University of Texas? Yeah, he, was, he played the shooter in the movie. They like shot the people. You got to get up there and shoot those college kids. Is that the they one where uh, ideas. is that the one where he and Cedric the Entertainer are uh, traveling oh, around God. with those college cheerleaders? Wait, is that a real oh, no. one? Because I'd watch that That's movie. No. That's a real movie. That's, uh, okay, we'll look that one up. I'd say you're mistaken with that with Bernie Mac, maybe, but oh, could be a B B Mac. Does does uh it, does the U have the rights to that right now? <laughs> the who? The U where you work. Oh, I don't work at the... No, the dude, you've asked me that shit before. You know you work at the U. Give me a break. You're thinking of the, you're thinking of the UPN, dude. Yeah, that's the right. UPN. No, U. U's everyone, got it. Everyone, oh, wait. They changed it to the WB. He works at the WB now. I forgot. Oh, my that's mistake. Not even, that's not even it either. Do you voice that frog? W, W, that is that frog a dick to you? Ah, he's behind the scenes. Does that guy mean to Sven Gulli? We're moving on. Next people, in, next people in the movie. Okay, sorry, you're right. Gary Busey is in this film as Commander Krill, a turncoat who's secretly in league with Stranix. Uh, we saw him fight Riggs in the rain and Lethal Weapon. We saw him dive for bricks in Point Break. Mm-hmm. Saw him get killed by a Predator in Predator 2. Oh, no. Um, this is like a Grand Slam win for this motherfucker. Wow. Also, if you just watch TV... Touch them uh, all, Gary. <laughs> He played the character Josh in season one, episode 15 of Kung Fu, Ancient Warrior, where an aged Indian seeks 
uh, burial in his ancestral land, but that happens to be dead center in an Indian-hating racist town called Purgatory. What? Yeah, that sounds like a really good... He sounds like he's probably the head racist in that episode, I would that's, imagine. That's original Kung Fu and not Legend Continues? Oh, no, yeah, that's Kung Fu, original style, okay. not The Legend Continues, which, which is also a great show. Which guy are we talking about right now? The Buse, bro. The Buse. Oh, my bad. My bad. I, I thought we were past him because we did the trifecta, I did the fa-fa-fa. Yeah. And then you're still talking about TV shows. That's Buse right, is yeah. loose. It's all fun stuff. The Buse is loose. He's running rampant on this shit right now. Hell yeah. Speaking of people with big TV careers, Erica Aleniak is in this film Ooh, as uh, Jordan baby. Tate, yeah. a Playboy playmate hired to strip commanding officer Captain Adams' birthday party. She was uh, Shawnee McLean on 45 episodes of Baywatch, which I think is like only like season one or something. That's, I think so. I think there's like 60, no, no, no. 60 episodes a season. She was, in, she was in the early season. She's a little bit through. I watched that when it was first coming out. I don't think she was like in the initial initial. What about Pam Anderson? Were they on at the same time? But I will tell you yeah, this. Her you, want, you want to hear? You, Love here's, it. A, here's a fun fact about her being the stripper, right? Sure, yeah. I read this off IMDb, so all those viewers and listeners... It's got to be true, like, yeah. Oh, he's just reading it off IMDb. Well, hey, man, here it is for you. You ain't got to read it yourself. What do you think podcasting is? <laughs> Dude, so Mr. Uh, Steven Seagal himself did some uncredited rewrites. He always does, yeah. Had to have. And he literally, literally was like, hey... I think we should have a stripper that becomes my sidekick. I think I should definitely audition. And that, that's in, like, in the IMDb, man, where it was like, he literally was like, hey, I think we should have a stripper. The man's a genius. Sidekick, and, da, 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 da. and you're like, and there you go. And then that's when the studio was like, not, thanks not for writing for the best part of the movie. And they're like, hey, hey, if we get a helo at some point also, helo. They'll, make it, they'll, they'll totally make my film. It's in his but contract. Also, uh, this young lady. I just gotta throw it out there, so we're bringing her up, man. Like that shit's that's a that, that's a funny stat to me. Oh, that's I think yeah, definitely that's good stuff. Also, uh, season five, episode thirteen of Silver Spoons. Uh, she played Samantha. The episode's called "Rumors Are Flying." It's the episode where Rick has a girl over from school to study in his room, and after they accidentally fall asleep on his bed and he gets grounded, what? rumors start to fly at school. His dad grounded him, and he's like, now, Ricky, you're not allowed to use the train through the yeah. house for a week. This chick fucked Ricky Schroeder. What season, what season was that? That's season five, episode 13. That's later Silver Spoons. Yeah. It's like a post-puberty Ricky Schroeder. That's digging deep, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but... Well, those shows didn't last past three seasons. If you got to five, that's... Oh, that's, that's syndication deep. money. That's why yeah. Ricky Schroeder fucking just mm-hmm. retired. Yes. Never heard from him again. She went to NYPD Blue. Oh, he did. wow. It's... Probably a lot of people know that. I don't watch oh, that shit show, uh, though, so, you know. News to me. Tie, I got... Yeah, there's a tie-in to this, to NYPD Blue. Keep going. Okay. Uh, let's talk about tie-ins, people who've been in things we, we know. Uh, Bernie Casey, I wanted to talk about. He's in this film as Commander Harris. Mm-hmm. Hell yes. Yep. Have you guys done a movie with him yet? Um, I, I don't think so. His, I was looking through his IMDb, and I was like, I know they've done one with him. And I'm going through it, and I was like, I don't think they have. Didn't like, jump out at me. Possible. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He was the history teacher. Okay. Yes, Revenge the of the Nerds. He's the head of the Trilams fraternity. Yeah. Facts. Those are two I have written down. Plays the gargoyle in the 1972 made-for-TV movie Gargoyles, 
which had really weird and cool like horror movie makeup. All right. It was basically like a live action Gargoyles cartoon before the Gargoyles cartoon existed. Nice. Uh, Weird shit. Weird shit. Check it out. Uh, One last person I want to bring up, Tom Rock. Uh, Cole Meany, our old friend. Cole Meany is in this film as Daumer, who's uh, one of the main goons, one of the main bad guys. Wait, wait, is that the, uh, that's the uh, Irish dude? That's yeah, right. That's the Irish dude. We saw his car get hilariously destroyed in Con Air. We saw yeah, him briefly yeah. as a pilot in Die Hard 2. He is now a Triple Crown winner. Also, he was in Season 3, Episode 7 of Moonlighting, uh, where a student starts to watch Moonlighting while he's supposed to be reading The Taming of the Shrew, and he drifts off and has a dream where all the cast members of Moonlighting are acting out the play. The Taming of the Shrew. Hey. Hmm. Sounds like a high-concept moonlighting, quite yeah. frankly. They had a couple Rock's, of those. Tom Rock's going to jump in with another character that's in this Okay, I love film. it. And he is also, he's not a Grand Slammer, but he's also now a Triple Crown winner. Holy fuck, guys. I can't believe I missed this. Let's get into this. Mi- Mr. Raymond Cruz. He's the hmm. one dude that survives yeah. and like, has the pull-back ponytail. The, the very Hispanic <laughs> Okay, man. okay. So that guy has been in. See, Die Hard too. He was he was in Out for Justice. Okay. Oh wow. Probably probably a goon, but he was in The Rock as one of the goons in The Rock. But yeah, plays a good goon. Know him when he's in something. Not me. He apparently. Went into, uh, the show uh, Clear and Present Danger with Harrison Ford. Is he that was, a Jack Ryan film? He the, yes, he was the one dude that survived out of the whole group. The quote unquote the sniper. This guy's like a goon and legend. Then, Speaking of which, Harrison Ford was offered this film before fucking Steven Seagal, but the one dude was all like the fugitive, and he was like, I'm going to do the fugitive instead. Yeah, I don't think Ford would have been a good fit for this. Yeah. I can't see him die hard and off the side of a battleship. I fully agree, but it all comes back around. He would have shot It all worked out for the best, I think. Although, no, Steven Seagal would have been better in the fugitive than Harrison Ford. That's fair. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Got to get him and TLJ back together again? It would have been... Steven Seagal would have been on the train. And that I, guy would have I been didn't kill my wife. He would have been like, I didn't kill on. my wife. I'm, call, I'm calling it a helo. And it would have been like, oh man, this movie's over before it starts. You know what I'm saying? I did, on the run. She, I, didn't, like Seagal, I didn't kill my wife. Motherfucker! Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally wouldn't have worked. But regardless, you have another triple crown great. guy. Triple <laughs> crown. Prepare. Tagline of this film right here. What do we got? Not one of my favorites. It's not a job, it's an adventure. Oh. It's just that Navy tagline yeah. that he says ironically at one point in the movie. It's not a cool badass thing about what happens in Womp, Under Siege. Womp. I would have never terrible marketing. That. I would have never even guessed that. That's not terrible marketing. Terrible marketing. Smart marketing on one person's part, but when... Well, they should have marketed it as like, the crazy. movie where Steven Seagal cuts his ponytail. Yeah. So you gotta put down some money to see this shit. Oh, yeah, this is one of only, like, two or three movies that he doesn't have a ponytail. Yeah, I think the first one, I think, uh, when he's Nico, Nico Toscani. Yeah. I don't think he's grown it yet. And then I think he has one in every other movie other than this fucking movie. Yeah. There's, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the same page. Let's continue on. Plot synopsis here. Let's talk about what this movie's about. Disgruntled ex-CIA operative Stranix, his assistant Krill, and their group of terrorists seize the battleship with nuclear blackmail in mind. They plan for every contingency, but ignore the ship's cook. 
Former Navy SEAL Casey Ryback. What? An heir that could be fatal. Oh, man. That's fucking under siege. That's uh, that's the rundown. He ran it down. Just, I can't believe it. Really. Now let's... They're so good. Let's get into the next uh, part of our podcast. It's very special bullet points. We're in... Uh, we just kind of turn it over to Tom Rock and let Tom Rock ramble about the movie for a while. Yeah. This is... Let's get into this. Lay it on us. Hey, so... He does this in more than just this movie, but his signature fi- sidearm in this flick is, okay. a Colt, is a Colt 1911, Colt 45. Love 1911. it. 1911. That's like what he uses in which one of the Chicago ones when he's a cop. I can't remember which one. Yeah. For Justice and the other one. But he usually always used that same, that same sidearm. It was, it was my uh, father's gun. 1911. Nice. Solid, solid, solid firearm. He got it from Wild uh, Bill Hickok. Oh. The 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 battleship that this was filmed on is sure. supposed to be the Potemkin. It's supposed to be, supposed to be the USS Missouri. Yeah, like out on the water. No, it is the Missouri. They tell me like six times on the USS Alabama, which what? is docked. Mm. It's docked and decommissioned down in Mobile, Alabama, oh. where my grandparents used to live. I've been on that and took tours through this. Your parents lived on the bayou. Did you really? That's badass. My parents made me go on the fucking uh, Pearl Harbor. That shit's boring. Ben Affleck wasn't even there. Uh, you got, got to go on up. the under siege boat. That's some bullshit, though. I never been no go no goddamn Hawaii and shit. That's so, fuck you. If you go to oh, Hawaii, you don't want to go. The Metahunis will put a curse on you. If you go to Hawaii, you won't be there a day. Don't go to fucking Pearl Harbor. It's all underwater and shit. It's, it's a waste underwater. of time. You, you just you spend time at the beach instead. That's which my that advice. That which is the one that sunk? Pearl Harbor. You sunk no, my battleship. battleship. That you go underwater to look at. Regardless. It's Pearl Harbor. You stand it's, around. You hey, can see parts of it the, underwater. The Santa Maria. Creepy. The hey, Santa Maria. Hey, I'm a patriot, so I'm tipping my cap really quick to our fallen troops. Okay, yeah. Go. Let's uh, give a shout out. My, Thank you for your service. My, they fought for my freedom. And They're good shit. And you haven't been living very free from what I've seen. Mobile, if you go to Mobile, Alabama... The USS Alabama is just <laughs> Never there. go to Mobile, you Alabama. You can take a tour on it. <laughs> you cannot pay me enough money to go to Mobile, Alabama. Nate says he ain't going. That's just like two, three hours from fucking New Orleans. You go to New Orleans all the time. Yeah, there's hookers there. Yeah. Totally. Make a, make a little side trip. Be like, eh, I'm going to go see where Casey Rabbit was throwing That's true. knives. It's port side. There's got to be working girls there. You ain't you, you ain't seen those Alabama hookers. You don't want to see those Alabama hookers. Oh, jeez. Uh. Look like they crawled straight out the swamp. All right, more bullet points. We're, we're, we're jiving too much on the Alabama. We are, and that's uh, pretty much everything I got. Like, I'm, I'm down for just, like, uh, jiving with the rest of what you guys Okay, got okay, I like that. This. Well, uh, let's uh, go to the normal then. Uh, Am I stuck holding this phone like this the whole oh, time? Oh, yeah, that's, this is not going to work, I guess. Matt's oh, not going to be able to read his notes at the same time. Oh, yeah, time. yeah, that's <laughs> the other thing. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> that's where my notes are. <laughs> uh, real quick. Uh, what was your what was your bullet rating for what did we start with? For dread? No. Four bullets straight across. Paul Blart, solid three. Solid three. Good movie. Wow, that movie was ass. Wow. If, if, if you're gonna cut me off and hang up on me, straight up ass. Yeah, that's what's about to happen for sure. But I will throw out if you want my bullet points right now on this one. Uh-huh. I give fucking Under Siege a solid four bullets. Growing up. Holy like, shit. Woo! This was a this was a solid like good flick as a kid. Like 
shoot them up, blah, blah, blah. They have the, the cool, uh, they use the same ones in like uh, Navy SEALs where they got Ooh, the Navy SEALs. The sailors, the silencers like built on them. Oh, hell yeah. About. Or they got the little, the little ones with the two handles without everything. Those, the, you see those in those early you 90s. See those a lot, autistic you know rambling. You weren't Solid shit guns. if you weren't using those All MP5s. He when he watches movies Solid is what guns are being used. Weaponry and Tommy Lee Jones' leather coat in this. Oh, hell yeah. It's Tom oh, Rock coat. Oh, there we go. It's only second, though, to. Oh, God damn it. To Nick Cage's snakeskin coat in fucking Wild at Heart. Nay. Wow, that's and a good a one. Fucking black dude. I can't remember his name, but his father was like a black exploitation director. Mario Van Peebles? Yes, in fucking Heartbreak Ridge. Because that dude has the, <laughs> has the same fucking leather coat, but the back just says rock in fucking like. Oh, wow. That's or, pretty good. We're going to have to get together studs. a fund. Maybe buy, so like, buy Tom Rock one of those. We're going to have to. Dude, totally. So, like, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. And if you want, like. Spoiler alert! But the fucking end when he fucking sticks his ass in the fucking dome with that goddamn knife and that blasted yeah, oh yeah, that happens through the fucking screen. You're like, get the fuck out of here! This is this shit's solid as fuck. That's, that's good shit. Agreed. Good. There, there's titties. All good points. True. 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 Anyways. Don't hang up on me, but I'll stop chiming in and stop doing spoilers. Let's roll with this. Gotta hang up on you. I gotta hang up so I can get to my notes. Man, that sucks ass. <laughs> call, me back, call me back then, because I'm jonesing now. Okay, we'll do a check-in. All right, we'll check in with you towards the end of the episode there. Oh, all that shits. All right, thank you, sweet boy. Love you. We love you. Peace. Bye. Okay, let's get into the real bullet points here. Now yeah, that, uh, insanity is paused, Matt. I'm gonna give you a second here to we push. Uh, the, we push the boundaries to, every time. To, yeah, I well, love it. New shit every time. Digging into your to your note uh, application. There. Oh, I see. Oh. No, no, you called up the soundboard. Is yeah, we're done. good now. We're good now. Like, okay. Hey, first things first, pal. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. The soundboard. Okay. Oh, second. and the first note. Second thing. Second. What's yeah. your first bullet point when you were watching? If this it ain't movie? white, it ain't right. Oh no! I, not your personal musings. I meant going and look at the stuff that you were writing about this movie. No, 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 no. Ryback's supposed to be in his dress whites. Oh, okay. Oh, jeez. Uh, God. Nathan. Oh, we're in the we're in the kitchen, and everybody's in love with Casey Ryback. Is yeah. What's going on here? Everybody's yeah. in their dress whites because we're planning a big party, but they're all like, "Hey, Ryback, you're the." Greatest guy, all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably the best guy. I got I know. pretty cool quips to say every time yeah. somebody talks about how great I am, too. You know. So, hey, uh, I guess we can talk about it now. Okay. I never noticed it. Uh, I've seen this movie a lot of wow, times. A lot of times. Uh-huh. I've seen the sequel. We talked about it at length. Uh, first time I ever noticed this guy was Cajun. Casey Ryback? Yeah, he really tries uh, holding on to that accent for the first he, five minutes. Is he Cajun? He keeps saying a lot of stuff. That I can't make out because he's, he's just going on, on, on. Booyah bass. He's making his yeah. booyah bass. That's, that's how you know. Booyah bass. That's how you know how fucking French this guy is. Nate, I got a booyah bass. Everybody's in their dress whites because it's yeah. a big uh, event coming up. But he's just like, oh, I'm just a cook, you know. I'm, I'm going to be down here in the kitchen. I'm just going to wear my, my kitchen togs. Everybody's like, oh, whatever, Ryback. You make the rules. Everybody loves you. Except for uh, one Gary Busey, oh, who's uh, Captain Krill. He comes yeah. in here. And he, uh, he's like, Ryback, I'm fucking, you're a piece of shit, Ryback, I hate your guts. Yeah, I'm Gary Busey. 
pretty insane because there's even the bad guys usually aren't allowed to say anything bad about um that's you know, true steven scholars movies usually but yeah. uh, you know the, the, he's he tells the captain straight up sir why do you tolerate this clown yeah and i was like wow you kind of speaking the truth this guy is a clown but if, if seagal probably didn't read that page uh, no. in the notes there he would have he would have crossed that out he would have got that out of the script i would imagine uh you gotta figure Busey's got pretty pretty strong contracts, you know. Oh yeah, that's true. I think they're uh, all written in crayon on bark, so yeah. you know, it's hard to it's, yeah. it's hard to legislate uh, what's going on there when he he gets it. Come deal. by my house. I wrote out a full contract on my mirror with soap. But uh, also, what's going on is just need you to sign. President Bush is here. We talk about that a lot. Uh, we even get some footage of President Bush being like, "I'm here to commemorate." Casey Ryback. Yeah. Now Barb over yeah. here is a uh, raise taxes, not gonna do stuff it. like that. Wouldn't All be that pretty. Nineties SNL. Hey Barb. Nineties SNL. Fucking flashbacks yeah. going on. Is what's going on? I guess did this really happen? Them like decommissioning the Missouri and then they played off of it. My lips. Or is that no just new? T- oh, you didn't wait till after the fucking credits. Fucking bro? footage of. George Bush doing something else they found. Bro, you didn't wait till after the credits? Oh like, no. I was when they show this thing off the ship again as soon as it was. And they're like over. they're like, bro, seriously though, the USS Missouri was retired in March of ninety two. That's why we had to uh film this in Alabama, like a yeah. bunch of hillbillies. Greensboro, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um so That's from the we established fiction. the captain likes Casey Ryback, doesn't make him wear his dress white, no. and everybody else does. Uh, the second in command, Gary Busey, hates Casey Ryback. Mm, fucking can't stand like him. it. He gets all this professional treatment. And uh, Seagal is doing his famous Cajun man character from when he w- did those three yeah. seasons of SNL. So. Ran out Tom, I'm a soul man. It's everything, it's everything you got to know here. Ran out Tom, oh, hey. Early scenes. The next thing you got to know is. Like we used to sit down and play. Next day. It's Captain Captain's birthday, so yeah. Gary Busey's throwing a big surprise party for him. Captain's log, and you got to know that's a surprise party because the captain's usually in charge of everything that comes on the boat. Yeah. Gary Busey's like, no, we got to do all this under the radar. It's a surprise party. Can't let Captain know it's a surprise. It's a su- surprise, and people are like, I don't know, man. We might He's get in, in trouble. Charge everybody that and comes on like, the boat. Uh, well, how about if I told you that Miss July '89, the playmate, is coming? <sighs> To be a stripper here on this boat, Captain's gonna love that. Like, he's, she allowed to make anybody come on. He's the boat? a real party animal, isn't? Well, I think that's kind of implied. You don't just oh. uh, fly somebody that top dollar out unless uh, she's making like a year's worth of wages on it. She's not coming out here just to pop out of a cake. Ching, ching. But uh, yeah, uh, we emphasize all this and a uh, little fun fact: Erica Oleniak, our, yeah? our actress here, actually was Miss July 1989 in that uh, issue of Playboy for realsies. I graduated under, kindergarten under her own name, not the name of Jordan Tate as, as Erica Oleniak. And mm. also another little fun fact: uh, that's the very same issue that Kevin McAllister finds in Buzz's uh, bedroom. Whoa! He says no clothes on anybody. Sickening. Sickening. So it was uh, the very sight of Erica Oleniak's nude body that was disgusting him so much. Hmm. Home Alone, Under Siege, Shared Universe? More, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. More like Homo Alone. <laughs> can you say that? Yeah, I think you just did. So oh. yeah. not cutting any of this stuff out anymore. So I guess you can say that. Now. That's that's unfortunate. But yeah, who who didn't like the sight of uh, what she had going of on? Of a shapely young old Erica Oleniak. 
We're just getting here. We're we're all friends. Uh, the next bullet point yeah. I have in here is go cue ball go. Okay. This is when uh, we're back in the kitchen. Go cue ball. And Q-ball, some go, black guy go, named cue ball comes go, in, go, and like he's not yeah. dressed in a uniform nah. or anything. I don't really know who he is. But everybody starts gathering around him and saying, go cue ball, go. And then he's doing like some popping lock dancing. Yeah. And then we establish it like Casey Ryback's down with him. So like Ryback does some dancing with yeah, him too. Yeah, he's doing a little, he's doing a little jiving. Just Which is doing a little jiving. fucking cool as hell. Like this yeah. is a great scene. I thought Casey Ryback was cool already. But now like he's into like fucking street culture and shit. You this could guy, tell. This guy could like sink into pretty much any sort of social circle. You I could feel tell like. he would have been rather like playing a little guitar while they uh, like yeah, dance. Maybe a little bit. Throwing like, down some licks. He was like, it's cool. I can just dance instead. There's one stuck up ginger white boy who's like not happy at all this uh, revelry, and he's like, uh, ah, I'm trying to get things set together for the surprise party. And he's from the 24 show. Ryback's clowning him, and he's like using like some, he's gone from being a Cajun man to like being hood out here in this scene. Like yeah. he's like fucking jive talking this guy who's trying to come into his kitchen and like bark orders at him. Ensign Taylor, I believe. Oh, wow. Ensign Taylor. Sounds like a real dork. Either way, yeah. uh, he's, he's another little wiener. Who Ryback clowns on and makes it look like a fool? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Why, why, did, why not just be friends with Casey Ryback? Everybody loves this guy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Busey's got some plans here, though. See, he lies to the captain and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, the admiral planned a surprise party. You're not supposed to know about it, but it was all coming from the admiral. You just stay here in your captain's quarters and don't come out because uh, surprise things are happening. Nothing, nothing weirds going on. I swear." And he's all like. Mr. Busey, you don't sound crazy, not even a no, little bit. I'm so happy. You're I will listen two in to charge. what you say. Then he like goes down to make sure all the Seagal's like cooks who are loyal yeah. to him are up on the like top deck. He's like, "You guys get out of here and leave him alone. Yeah. Fucking, I want to separate him from all of the, his dudes because yeah. I know he's probably turned them into like some sort of paramilitary kitchen force while they're down here cooking together." He doesn't know. He thinks he's just a cook. No, he's he doesn't think much of Mr. Ryback. No, because he's. Fucking smells the bouillabaisse base that yeah. he's making, his famed bouillabaisse. base. Right. And fucking Busey lets him know that smells like a lard omelet. Oh no. Then he hocks up a loogie and spits it right in his big old pot of bouillabaisse, base. Without man. spit, but a lot of cartoony sounds. A lot of cartoony sounds. There's some Bugs Bunny shit going on here. <laughs> What I think he's doing here is I think he's baiting Ryback. He's trying to get him to flip out so we can have him thrown in the brig and he can know that this asshole Ryback is out of his fucking hair when he's about to do all his evil guy scamming stuff that's coming up. Yeah. Busey, he made a lot of plans for Busey. I, I gotta give him props here. He's, he might have even taken pen to paper at some point and, I don't know, put a little sequence of events down Nate, how they were going to take over this boat. Ryback shoves him. Oh, damn right, he shoves him, he gets right up in his face. And he's like, oh, now I got you for assaulting an officer. That's that's not assault. This is assault. Yeah, and then he punches him square yeah. in the eye. Yeah. And, you know, plan worked. Yeah. Now uh, Busey's got all the right in the world to throw Seagal in the brig. Or Seagal's like, uh, you, you, only the captain could throw someone in the brig. Yeah. So he's like, let's lock him in the refrigerator. And then he also tells him, now I know why you're just a cook, because uh-huh. you hit like an effing F word. Yeah. Yeah. He says it like flat out. Right. Which is, I don't, right. I don't remember that from this movie. No. Nope. He says the F word just flat out. Yeah. Right. In, in a mean way. I wrote, damn. Yeah. 
So now Casey Ryback is That's locked great in insult his own walking cooler, and he's got some sort of like 19-year-old uh, rookie out there guarding the door. What's going to happen if shit goes down? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Hopefully we won't have to find out. Uh, well, I got some bad news for you because... Uh, Here comes our esteemed guests. We got a bunch of people coming in on a helo, on as a uh, helo. Tom Rock calls it. Yep. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones is there, yeah. dressed in a Tom Rock jacket. He is. And a purple bandana and a tie-dyed shirt. All those things are some, true statements. Uh, really light uh, dyed uh, dad jeans, yep. which is the style at the time. Uh, some sunglasses on. He's just looking fucking... Got some nice Ray-Bans. Looking just like an authentic rock and roller, basically, is what's yeah. happening. And he's like all over the hooker in there, just like uh, acting like he's falling asleep on her shoulder and stuff. This is this is classic Tommy Lee Jones. I like his cool, like, long hair, but he keeps it short and mm, neat in front because it's bald. A little shaggy going on, but, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's also out there partying, you know, yeah. too. So they all land, and uh, Gary Busey's like, ah, Miss July 1989. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he takes her by the hand and walks her across the deck of the battleship. Which is nice of him. In which it's nice of the cinematographer as well to give the most blatant just pan down close up on her ass as she walks away yeah. that any movie has ever shamelessly done. Yeah. It was... It was leering. It was tawdry and fucking leering. If you have any questions as to whether or not Erica Alaniac is conventionally attractive, mm-hmm. this movie answers every question you can have. I tell you, there's another little uh, Erica Alaniac movie that I was a big fan of when I was a kid. Uh, her and Poison Tom Berenger and Chasers. Oh. Where uh, Berenger and some young boy are like military police and she's a prisoner and they got to take her across country and hijinks ensue. Okay. Also a Gary Busey in that movie pretty briefly. Yeah. And also much more extended nude scene from her in that Ooh. one. They like get out for Mercy. a while and then the young boy's like kissing all over him. And then like there's some late or early 90s like slow-mo like close up like uh, you know. You know it was just like like smooching down spines like lit oh, by the moonlight. Yeah. Just like real early yeah. 90s sex scene stuff from what I yeah. remember. And, you know, it all looked pretty spectacular yeah. from what I remember. By the way, Erica Eleniak's here, and so is Tommy Lee Jones and uh, his his band that he's going to be playing with. They're all on the we boat. Should be, we should be covering ch- Chasers. Yeah, we, we probably should. It was uh, also, from what I remember, a Dennis Hopper-directed joint. Oh, even more. And he shows up uh, for about a two-minute cameo wearing just a prosthetic clay nose for no reason and doing a crazy voice. I remember all this stuff from the movie. It's a... Uh, this is a pretty fine film from what I remember. Join us this June for I Wish Tom Berenger Was My Dad Father's Day Month. Oh, wow, yeah. That's, you know, that's going to be a nice one for everybody. One fucking sure. So uh, the party starts, and we learn that Tommy Lee Jones' band is called the Fabulous Bail Jumpers, which is yeah. pretty cool. It's weird that they're all, like, dressed in suits, like they're playing, like, uh, some sort of classy nightclub, and, like, they do blues stuff, and he's, like... Some sort of weird facsimile of a biker and an old hippie. Bad Billy and the Bail Jumpers. Doesn't doesn't look natural standing next to them whatsoever. No, he he seems pretty It's weird that they got some like little short bald guy as the lead singer. Because I was like, I thought Tommy Lee Jones is the lead singer. Well, 
if he's not the lead singer, what is he doing here? What, is, what does he even have to do with this band? He's Honker the Bobo. They're, they're, which, yeah. He's the head blues Pretty guy cool. for the group. There's, like, there's a while where I was just like, what's happening here? Like, are we going to get a Tommy Lee Jones musical number? Like, I need to see a Tommy Lee Jones musical. Why yeah. isn't he doing anything? And I was like, this kind of sucks. This is kind of a ripoff. Yeah. But then he starts honking on that Bobo, and I'm like, right. all right, this is pretty fucking cool. See, He's the whole, just the hype man and, like, the fucking harmonica guy. I, whole, I can see a band having that. The whole time I kept thinking, like, they couldn't get Jim Belushi for this movie. Oh, that would have been like, perfect. Him and John Goodman being the Blues Brothers uh, 2000. I just like the idea of Jim Belushi and Gary Busey just no. arguing. A lot of alpha male energy or, there. Or, I mean, maybe some alpha female energy going on because oh. Busey's like, all right, I got to go get changed uh, from a big number, my big number coming up here. <laughs> so then, he, what he does is Those are the noises he makes. apropos of nothing. Yeah. This has nothing to do with the plan or like anything no. for the rest of this movie. Gary Busey goes and uh, puts on a dress and a wig and does his makeup and yeah. comes back dressed as a woman in drag uh-huh. and just keeps yelling at everybody. I miss July '89. I miss July '89. And like. Pulling his dress up so you can see his tidy whities and his weird man yeah. ass. And his, like, insanely skinny for his body legs. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. dad from Life with Louis. I was just gonna say, going to say, he has 100% the dad from Life with Louis body. So you're like, hmm, wonder what this has to do with the plan that Gary yeah. Busey has to get in drag here. Yeah. It's, also, when did he know. fuck Louis Anderson's cartoon mom? Yeah, but probably all throughout the 80s, I would assume. Oh, shit. But uh, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to go get the captain and let him know his party's starting. I had to be in drag for this. For some reason, this movie is kind of off the rails at this point. Or is it just getting going? It's, it's just getting going, we learn. Um, Tommy Lee Jones uh, stops the party, and he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is, uh, let me, let me, let me know do who, a little audience work. Let me know who the highest ranking officer is. A little audience is. work and here. Everybody's like, oh, it's fucking this guy in the back. Yeah. This guy's about to do some fun officer humor it's gonna stuff. going to make him like kiss another man's wiener something or something. like that. We're about to get some hazing going on because it's a fun party. We're all off duty. But no, things get serious real quick because he just pulls out a gun and shoots the guy right in the fucking forehead. Oh. Blows this guy away in the middle of this fun oh, wow. blues number they were doing. That's a and that's a real downer. Fucking Gary Busey comes upstairs once again dressed as uh, Bugs Bunny in full woman gear. No, Bugs Bunny was way hotter. And he's like, this, uh, is, this is not really getting it done. Captain of the battleship, uh, it's me in a dress for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I'm pulling out a gun and shooting you in the head immediately. Yep. So the captain's dead. And uh, Cole Meany's around Ship. at this point. He's he's, yeah. he's wearing a suit, and it's just like, huh? What? Now I'm thinking to myself, what do we had to put a dress on to go up there and shoot the captain in the forehead? But he had to put a dress on to let everybody think he was on the level. Yeah, it's uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Everything that goes on here, but yeah. Now we get serious because the takeover of the boat has started. All the pretense of a party is gone. I'd say our boats officially. Under siege. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, you know who isn't under siege? Who's that? Uh, Miss July 89, Ooh, Erica Lineak. Gary Busey sends her into a uh, room to change before the party starts. Yeah. And then we just don't hear from her for like 20 fucking minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's real uh, choppy and shoddy how they explain where she went and how she goes back in the movie. And it's kind of almost as if like... She wasn't originally supposed to be in this movie, and then maybe last minute somebody was like, hey, why don't you 
haphazardly insert a stripper character in this movie, and then uh, I'll get to hang out with her a lot. She was feeling ill That's from right. being yeah. on the boat mm-hmm, yeah. and being in the Hilo. Sure. Somebody was kind enough to give her some pills. Gary Busey, here, take like, two of these. Take two of these. And she's like, well, I feel real shitty, and I'm a supermodel, so I got to do a little supermodel math. I'm going to take 20 teen of these. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah. I get it. And I'm sure she hasn't eaten anything in hours. Ice cubes. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes. DJ Tanner diet. Oh, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. Well, whatever gets the job done. Paid off. She got Pavel Bure. <sighs> Who? Pavel Bure. <laughs> is, is that one of uh He's a hockey man. French guys from the Bayou that uh, He's a hockey man. Up? Oh wow. Married uh married uh Congratulations. Kirk Cameron's sister. So then they all uh corral all the guys on the boat up Number and 10? they're just like, Hey, this boat's under siege now. And uh one guy tries to resist and like tries to attack the gigantic black goon who's one of the terrorists. Yeah. So he just like Throws him down on the ground real easy and then shoots the shit out of him with a machine gun. Yeah. And Tommy Lee Jones pulls out a gun and shoots the guy next to him. And he's like, this is going to be a lesson now. Anytime somebody resists, we're going to kill you and the man standing next to you. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's some cold-blooded shit. He's a pretty good bad guy here. Pretty smart. Mannix or whatever this fucking guy's name is. Stranix. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mannix is another thing. Also equally as cool. William Stranix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, at this point, I was thinking, seems like a pretty fucking solid bad guy. Wonder if he's willing to shoot one of his old men, though. That's that's how you always that's how you can always really tell. I'd say yeah. Would he shoot one of his own men to make a point. I, I'd I think, say probably. I think definitely. Yeah. So they all get taken down into a cargo hold or something, and then they weld the door shut behind him. So it's kind of like, well, yeah. these guys are all fucked now, and uh, now Tommy Lee Jones's crew is in charge of this battleship. Yeah. To which I was wondering. How many guys did they uh, get on that Hilo as a just a, a blues band? Because <laughs> from this point forward, he's got like, well, seemingly 50, 60 guys working for him. They just start like building infrastructure inside of the boat. Also, they're like manning the boat and like taking care of everything themselves. How many people was in this blues band? Like his, the all the catering and the wait staff are all his team okay, yeah. too. He's, he's got he's got a couple waiters. Were they all in the? On the well, they start pulling out like they start too? pulling out I beams and stuff, and like welding yeah. and constructing. And I'm like, yeah. was all this shit like baked inside of cakes that they smuggled onto I'm that fucking really chopper sure. to get out of this battleship? It's ridiculous. He goes from just like we're fucking a couple waiters in a band to we got a whole operation. We are in charge of this yeah. entire fucking boat. It worked though. Oh yeah, sure. You just gotta yeah. you know color in between the lines for yourself here and there every once uh-huh. in a while. Uh-huh. Uh, Busey is in the captain's room going through all the fucking his notes about like, oh, this Gary Busey guy, he might be crazy. I'm thinking about court-martialing him and throwing him off the boat. You may be right. He's, he's dressed as a woman and he's I saying, mean... do I look like a man who needs psychiatric help to you? It's like, that's a funny joke because you do. You look insane, dude, yeah. Busey. But then also what he's found in addition to the notes is some sort of like disc. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones Box is like, oh, I want that disc right there. That's the disc that's going to... We're going to be able to do all the things with that disc probably now that we have it. Pass yep. that disc over here, man. So some hacker shit's going to go on, I bet, is what's going to happen. Uh, meanwhile, our main guy, Mr. Casey Rybeck. Oh, he's been locked in the fridge yeah. this whole time. Yes. If he wasn't, he could could have probably stopped all this happening already. A lot of guys locked in a freezer, Nate, would wait for it. 
lose their cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, not Mr. Ryback. No. He's all like... It's freezer. It's still private, very cold. Private, that's gunshot out there. I need you to call up oh, to the this bridge. This kid. This kid's dumb as a brick. Don't believe me? Do it for yourself. Ask what's Casey going Ryback on. tells you to do something. You fucking, you do it. He's, this kid yeah. s- sits there and argues with him like, Oh, now, Casey Ryback, Gary Busey told me I wasn't supposed to be talking to yous. Yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, friends of the show here, mm-hmm. how how cool do you think our, our friend Casey felt oh. watching this as a child? Casey the bartender? Like, yeah, just being like, man. He's got my name. We've got the same name. Uh, let's do some math on. Oh, I guess that guy's pretty old. There's no chance he could have been named after Casey Ryback. You got any? That'd be cool. That uh, would be cool. You got any favorite Nates in movies? No, I don't think there's ever been a cool Nate in a movie. Probably that's nothing that stands out. That's for sure. Matt has been in a lot of them, so I don't yeah, know. That, yeah, yeah. Just take your pick. It was a pretty cheap name there for a while. That fucking. Uh, I choose Ben Affleck as Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock, yeah, yeah. that's that's pretty good. It's probably the best. I choose um, uh, John whatever Favreau as uh, Foggy Nelson. That's yeah. I just choose him as being the coolest. Nate Foggy Adams. Yeah, everybody, everybody loves that movie. Yeah. Um. So like, uh, eventually. Was it the, the guy? Is that who it was? Was it was it John Favreau in that? I think so. Yeah, I think I think he was yeah, the Foggy Nelson. Sense. Or no, no, no. He's a uh, he's Iron Man. Yeah, he's Iron Man. Iron Man bitch. movies. Somebody had to play some Foggy. chubby actor. Had to have. Uh, I'll find out. Was, I'll find out. Who's your favorite chubby actor? Oh, working today. Is mm. it Josh Gad? I bet it's Josh Gad. Oh, like it? working today? Oh yeah, sure, sure. Not of all time because we know yeah. that would be Denny. Yeah. Oh, could be John Candy too. What a great big he's man. He's pretty good, but he's he's mm. no Dennehy, I'll tell That's you that fair. much. It's Dennehy. Um, so fucking there's some goons eventually that come down to check on Ryback. Yeah, because Busey's sending relief. Yeah, that's right. Busey's on the on the horn with this yeah. rookie, and he's just like, oh, we're going to send some guys to relieve you. Don't worry. Everything's normal. Nothing, nothing crazy is happening. Yeah. You're not going to die. <laughs> so two of these terrorist goons go down, and they're like, all right, let's fucking kill this kid, which they do. And right. they're like, okay, now let's get inside this fridge and just murder Casey Ryback. Shouldn't be hard. The fridge. What's, what's he going to do? We're going to open this door. We're just going to blow him away. Matt, what they don't realize. What's that? He's not just going to stand there and be murdered by their machine guns. He should, though. He's just a cook. He's up dieharding in the vents what? that are above the walk-in refrigerator. What? Because apparently, in this universe, there are vents above uh, walk-in refrigerators that you can get up in. And they're like, where's Casey well, Ryback? You act like you've he got out of the experience vents with walking refrigerators. And starts uh, just, just beating these guys' asses and throws them in the fridge. And now they're locked in the fridge. Nate. Tables have turned. Have you worked in a restaurant? Yeah, my whole life, basically, is. Have you worked in a restaurant on a, a naval ship? Put a vent system up there. All the refrigeration's going to escape through the vent. I don't yeah, know but have you going... worked on one on That's a naval a ship? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. refrigeration probably works a lot differently a lot out on the seven seas. There you have it. So these guys start shooting their way out of the thing. Right. They're not going to just be... So Casey Robick's like, what they don't know. Is there on my territory now? I know the kitchen yeah. better than anybody else. So I he know. turns the lights off. If there's only thing, if there's one thing I know better than the bayous, <laughs> it's the kitchen. He starts kitchen ninjaing around. These guys weren't expecting this. This guy's just a fucking cook. Uh, my my Seagull 
impersonation's gone That's so right. deep now. <laughs> I can't finish it unless I start closing my eyes uh, yeah, when I talk. <laughs> like, I get why he does it now. You got to feel it. It's yeah, like yeah, when you're doing yeah, the blues, yeah. or when you're singing reggae, you man. Yeah, totally. You got to close your eyes and feel that shit. So he takes one of the kitchen knives and throws it in one guy's neck. That guy's fucking dead. Deep. I mean, it goes in there, Nate. The other guy tries to put up more of a fight, but Casey Ryback, like, disarms him of his uh, fucking machine gun. Then he pulls out a pistol. He disarms him of his pistol. Then he pulls out a knife, disarms him of his knife, fucking rambos his neck in half. Just fucking snaps this guy's neck with his bare hands. It's cool as hell. Because he can still do that... Hop keto shit. Yeah, that fuck. He's hop ketoing all he, over this guy's do? ass. What's the one he does? Yeah, it's got a the name. Asa. Kravmaga. Asa the Kravmaga. We know it. It's <sighs> fucking. He came up with it. It's we'll, fucking, we'll remember. Yeah, Steven yeah. Seagal. Steven Seagal yeah. karate. Is he? A, is he an aikido master? It's something like that. That he sounds right. That's, that sounds right. Yeah. Also, he's a fucking master of MacGyver and shit, too. Because he right. starts MacGyver in a microwave bomb going on here. He's like, oh, a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of grease from the grease trap. Uh, now put it in the microwave. Yeah. Set this thing probably for like 16 minutes because it's a long time before this goes yeah. off in the movie. I was just thinking to myself, uh, boy, I'd really like to see <clears throat> a uh, diners, drives in uh-huh. and dives where uh, Guy Fieri goes and visits just this, fucking Casey this, Ryback. This galley kitchen on Casey a Ryback. I just like the idea of him interviewing Casey Ryback while he cush, cooks his best like bouillabaisse and is just like He's my you famous bouillabaisse. You're gonna want to try this. It's like top five. Get my pies out of the oven. Yeah, there you go. Get my pies out of the yeah. oven. Love it when he was yelling at that, that, yeah. that guard kid. You do a phenomenal serious <laughs> cigar. So uh, some shit happens after this where an F-18's getting sent to yeah. the battleship. I don't know by who or for what, but... Uh, the feds. The radar's like, there's an F-18 coming in. Fucking Dahmer, you fucking deal with this shit, man. Yeah. So he's like, all right, fucking figure out how to shoot down this F-18 or whatever. And meanwhile, Ryback finds the captain dead in his quarters. Yeah. And he's like, I respected this man so much. Yeah. I'm so deeply moved. All these sacrifices, I'm going to take his dress whites and drape them over his dead body. Right. Now I have our revenge for Captain Adams. Yeah. He gave me a job as a cook. He's like... After I was kicked out of the rest of the Navy. He's not, a very good man. Now, now that I know he's dead, I'm going to go back to my quarters and put on a much cooler, cooler outfit it's be than this. very cool looking for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, so they blow the jet out of the sky with their guns, right. basically the bad guys, because they had yeah. the discs, which gave them control of all the weapon systems. Yeah. And then fucking little... Hell yeah, <laughs> glad you're bringing it up. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix fucking on the soundtrack. Well, bad guys are partying. Tommy Jones is like taking fucking down. a side of... It's fucking beef. He's fucking slicing, slicing hunks of beef off and tossing them to his goons midair. They're just barehanded fucking meat in their That hands. roast looked Everybody's phenomenal, didn't Jimmy it? Jimi Hendrix. Oh, it looked great. Just a perfect medium rare on that fucking... Love to get... That roast, it looked... Something right now. I'll tell you what, that Ryback, he does, he does amazing work. He does, yeah. This is my famous pot roast. I was taught how to make this roast by Aunt Jemima herself. That's right. When I was... Doing work on her farm in the late 1800s, I I invented maple syrup that week I was at her cabin. A lot of people who don't know this about me. 
can't even say it. I was going to say he freed the slaves. Oh, man. Can't. Uh, Abraham Lincoln took a lot of credit for things that I came up with. <laughs> I was just Abe's cook. I can't. I can't even. So uh, Tommy oh. Lee Jones calls up the Pentagon guys now that he's shot down one of their fucking fighter jets. And he's like, uh. Hey, it's Tommy Lee Jones. I'm doing crazy shit. And they're like, it doesn't matter that you have all the Tomahawk missiles. You don't know the launch codes, you fucking crazy so-and-so. You dumb son of a gun. Oh, I don't. How about A714D6? And they're like, what is he saying? Real launch codes? I don't know. We wouldn't Mm. know those like stuff or... Poindexter is like, yeah, those, sounds like sounds like maybe he is those are real ones. Guess this guess this guy's got control of a nuclear arsenal. That 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 fucking sucks for us. Right. We learned that the government canceled whatever undercover op ex-CIA agent Mannix was on. Stranix. And then they came after him and tried to erase him after they they wanted it all to go away. But he fucking, like, sent these guys fucking toes back in the mail or something. Yeah. I'm out here, man. I'm fucking running wild. Yeah. I'm out here in the wilderness hijacking North Korean subs and shit. You tried to kill me. That's Welcome right. to the revolution. He's saying a lot of stuff about the revolution in like the 60s and yeah. stuff. Like He's got some weird ex-hippie bent. He's trying to bake yeah. into this character that I don't think existed on the page. It felt like this is all Tommy totally Lee Jones works, to me. Yeah. Oh, all, all of it fucking He's works. making it work. Uh, so he's talking some crazy ranting about how fucked up the world is and how they're a revolution. And Busey's just cheesing in the background. Yeah. He's loving it. He's like, yeah. oh my God, this shit is so funny. I can't <laughs> believe how funny this guy is. Finally, somebody's talking crazier than I do. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones is fucking feeling it here. Like, he's, he's, doing, he's doing some, like, fucking Alabama preacher shit is what he's doing when he's getting into these monologues, this inflection and stuff. What year is this joint? 1992. Okay, so he's... He's preparing for Blown Away? Here? This popped him, really. Like, he was yeah. big and wild in this movie. And then they're like, let's make him a bad guy and all sorts of shit. Yeah. Let's give him fucking Two Face. Let's fucking let him be fucking famous IRA bomber Garrity. Pretty much, yeah. Every bad guy he is in the 90s, even if you want to talk about like the cop and the fugitive oh, when yeah. he's mm-hmm. technically a good guy, you get elements of. Every one of those bad guys in this character, yeah, right like, here. Yeah, it's all it's all just fucking trying to chase that fucking this is, dragon of everything he accomplished. This movie in this film. is his audition for the nineties. Also, he brings up Vietnam by name during right. his monologue, and I was like, "Fucking hell yeah!" This guy was in Vietnam. Not afraid to say, probably it. with Casey Ryback. He didn't like hint to an area. He's like, "I was in Viet fucking Nam." Yeah, and then just to show him he means business, he shoots a harpoon missile and blows up their satellite relay building. Yeah. To wherein, like, shit has gotten so real that we get the awesome action movie line, Wake up the president. Yeah! I love any fucking movie where you gotta wake up the president. That's always the best shit. This movie just got serious. <laughs> and there's all sorts of welding going on here. They're building all sorts of shit. This is when I was wondering, like, how much shit could they have snuck in that fucking <laughs> catering helo? I should have had a cue there. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. We'll do it live. But where were they getting those steel girders? I don't know. They got a lot of steel I-beams yeah. out of nowhere. So uh, next scene, very important scene, because uh, this is where the titties come in the movie. 
Mm. Ryback's creeping around in the dark. Yeah. Just uh, he's, he's mm. got got like a gun. He's sneaking around, yeah. just like fucking corners and stuff. Like, ha, who? Where's all the bad guys? What's I going on? I wonder what's happening. When he walks into this empty, dark room, it's completely silent. He's mm-hmm. completely silent. And then, apropos of nothing, he farts. Somehow, this big cake that was in the middle of the room comes alive. Yeah. Uh, there's music. There's lights. And then a stripper. Miss July 1989 comes popping out of the fucking cake, dressed in like a little Navy uniform. She's got the little captain's hat and like a little coat and whatever. And she just pulls it. Talk about G-string. talk about gunboats, Matt. Oh, my. She's fucking, we get like a good like four or five second fucking just uh, these titties fucking She's just got some huge pop out of this fucking opened up. Fucking, just these cans are everywhere. Yeah, nice classic. They're, they're huge. High cut uh, black thumb. Great. Giving her that early nineties long butt, which long is like all butts. the way. Looking fucking great. But uh, Steven Seagal's like, oh, what are you doing? Just fucking shut up. I'm yeah. trying to be in a cool action movie here. Yeah. You're being loud and stuff. And Come you, over here. I'm gonna you, grab you and start jerking you around, throwing you on tables and stuff. You can see it on her face. Uh-huh. She's instantly thinking like this is the coolest guy I've ever yeah. seen. Good guy. God, do I want to fuck him. A lot. He's he's tall and lanky. He's kind of got a pooch, and his yeah. arms aren't defined. But, like, yeah. something about him, you just tell he's got alpha energy for sure. Kind of got a similar energy to that Honey Smacks bear. He probably knows Hopkido and yeah. shit, I would fucking assume. I'm not even going to let him capture or one of my joints. Golden Crisp? What was that bear? Was it can't get enough of that Golden Crisp? Yeah, one of those was guys. that Golden Crisp? Not to be confused with the Kauki Crisp dog. That yeah, guy had a totally different energy. Yeah. That guy had cokehead energy for sure. Yeah. Golden Bear? What what was that? I don't remember. Sugar Bear, I think. Sugar yeah. can't get enough of that. Do do do. Uh so I wrote, uh, how did that cake start like acting activating? How did she know when to pop out? This is she was just in that room in silence for like how many hours at this point? Just sitting there waiting. It's it really makes no sense how they exit her from this movie and then Knock her back in. How'd that cake get out there? Yeah, how did the like cake it, get it out there? It was in the party room. So she was in a closet on drugs Last we earlier. saw her, she was taking Dramamine and getting ready to you know, change like her outfit. Room closet. Yeah. She's like, I took some pills and I think I must have fallen asleep. Like, inside of the cake? And then, like, you just happen to, like... Bleh, shake yourself awake at the exact moment Casey Ryback happened to be creeping through the thing and like hit the fucking like lights and music on fucking like, button I guess that she had inside of this fucking cake. Guess it's like no different than when like Space Hog used to get drunk and pass out in those tiny scions in front of your house. That's exactly how it would work except that when we went out there the yeah. car wouldn't come alive. Right. It would just be yeah. still all foggy from his heavy breathing. It was a lot less enjoyable. He'd probably he'd usually come out like Swinging and wanted answers, yeah. and we were all like, "Why can't you just be a big-breasted, far less impressive woman. titties?" That's for fucking yeah. sure. But yeah, he starts treating her like an object, like just picking her up and yeah, putting her places, and he's like man animal, ordering her, like, "Listen, right. shut up!" Blah blah blah. <laughs> she explains to him who she is and why she is there, and he says, "What kind of babbling bullshit is this?" Yeah, which I was like, "You're right, Steven Seagal. This yeah. this explanation makes no sense not in all. anything that's happened in this movie. Yeah. You call this movie out." He did. Yeah, he did. Uh, so, uh, what kind of poor writing is this? And then she's like, all right, all right, calm down a second. Uh, I haven't asked you any questions. Who are you, by the way? Who, who is he, you ask? You, you want to know who this man is, Casey Ryback? I'm just a cook. <laughs> he had the fucking line. It's fucking 
big time here. I'm just a the iconic Casey little Ryback catchphrase. Cook. Just, just cook. I forgot in her uh, crazy ramblings when she's asking who she is. She what goes, kind of babbling bullshit is this? When she responds to what kind of babbling bullshit. She responds with, look, I'm an actor, okay? I did a Hunter episode and a Wet n' Wild video. <laughs> yeah, I want to get my hands on that Wet n' Wild video. I don't know what that is, but it sounds intriguing. We're two different people. I was like, which episode of Hunter was sounds it? And I wonder if I saw it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The Pentagon chumps are talking again after this. And they're like, oh, all these missiles he's got have nukes on it. It's a, uh, it's a common thing. You sure thing. that he sunk that North Korean sub we sent him to sink, right? Like, he didn't keep it or nothing. And they're like, no, I assure you, as a CIA guy, like, he definitely sunk that submarine. And yeah. Suits are never right in action movies. So you instantly know, like, oh, he didn't sink that submarine. He still got that submarine, motherfucker. I want to point out real quick, because we get this in, like... I want you to point it out. Every quintessential 90s terrorist took mm. over a something movie. Love movies like that. Uh, I outs- could do a whole month on them. Outside of Die Hard and, like, a Paul Blart, where you get everybody on location, this movie, like a uh, Air Force One, oh, sure. if you will, yeah. uh-huh. does the... Everybody's off. We're all in a little area and being like, how are we going to deal with this? Ooh, how are we going to deal with this? Mm. What was the one we did with Channing Tatum and fucking... Uh, White House down. Yeah, same thing. How are we going to deal with this? And uh, I like this... Turns out this, the action hero was going to deal with it. I like that. How. how are we going to deal with this group here? Wasn't any big actors. No. It was just a quick, like, eh, we have to have this mm-hmm. in the movie. We're not going to we'll waste much it. time. We'll get through it real quick. We're just going to push through it. So I was appreciative. This fucking shit right here. <laughs> Uh, so fucking, there's some more hunting for Ryback going on after here. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones gets word that the two guys he sent down to the kitchen are missing. So he mm-hmm. sends some more goons after Ryback. And, uh, meanwhile, Ryback's walking around trying to sneak, but the dumb strippers like yeah. being loud and being like, I'm throwing a temper tantrum. Ugh, you're not going to lock me in this closet. I'm going to scream and pound. And he's like, Ah, oh, fine, you dumb twist. I'll let you come with me. But he gives her actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm underselling. He gives her a really cool explanation of how to use a gun, and yeah. he's, he's training her how to be a killer. Basically, he's like, right this here, is, put the safety on. This is an semi-automatic. MP5. Means that every t- you automatic pull the trigger, and semi-automatic. Well, we're gonna give you semi-automatic. One bullet at a time. And she's all like, "I'm you a understand? pacifist. I got rules. I don't kill anybody." And he's like. Uh, I can't deal with these crazy women. I'm just a cook over here. I like her answer. I don't like guns. And he's like, yeah, I don't either. Yeah, this fucking... He's the coolest. He's a professional here, man. This isn't isn't a toy he's handing you. Listen up. Yeah, he's the coolest, man. So, uh, yeah, fucking... uh, So, oh, Tommy Lee Jones goes down and finds the dead goons. Mm -hmm. I liked because he's like, you know what? Man who did this is a professional. Yeah. He knows right away from seeing that snap neck and yeah. that fucking knife in the fucking... This, this isn't just a normal fucking killing. Yeah. This this guy's probably the best, I would imagine, who did this. Lucy's still just like, he's just an idiot cook. I hate yeah. the guy Ryback. This is where it starts, because like, Tommy Lee Jones makes a couple comments while they're trying to like chase this mm-hmm. dude down. Mm-hmm. 
Tommy Lee Jones has got a boner for what he's oh, seeing. He's loving the fact that Casey Ryback is on yeah. this boat. This is going to give him all sorts of... He's basically like the Joker in here. Yeah. He's finally got his Batman now. Where right. He can just start coming up with cool schemes to do. It's giving him his raison d'etre. But he's also got a little bit of buyer's remorse where he's like, man, I wish I didn't have Busey with uh, me. Like, I wish Ryback was my friend. Ryback, Ryback seems fucking like, awesome. We could get everything done. Before you can complete these thoughts, though, fucking, oh... Did you remember Casey Ryback made a sweet microwave bomb? Oh, Boom. shit. That shit goes off. These guys are fucking scrambling. We're- Pentagon is like, we got to send SEAL Team 5 in to try and take this boat back. If that doesn't work, we're just going to have to airstrike this boat. Like, uh, let's get it done. We're like... Assemble the boys. We're halfway into this movie. That's you right. got you got fucking uh, Busey and Drag, mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones in a blues number. Ugh. Erica Laniac's titties and Seagal just doing some Big of the time. coolest Seagal shit, including blowing up a kitchen with a microwave mm-hmm. bomb. That's right, yeah. If you're fucking like 12 years old, 13 years old when this shit drops, Which I am. This is pretty. This is pretty legendary shit. 100. You're you're fucking just grinning in that theater, munching popcorn, just grinning. This was a great Saturday afternoon. You've seen this one a good handful of times too. Oh, for sure. So you. I haven't watched it in a long time, same, but I uh, watched it a lot throughout the 90s. And whatnot. You knew enough of the beats where it was like, here we go. Mm-hmm. This is, this is going to blow oh, this up. This part's going to be cool. Yeah. This part's going to be awesome. Just oh, check He's going to kill that guy. Just check So Cole Meany is not happy to hear what a badass Casey Ryback is after they pull his file. He's like, oh, I want to take this guy out myself. Tommy Lee Jones is like cool about it. He's like... A little excited. They kind of got the ultimate badass on their boat, it turns out. Yeah. Fucking Busey's all like, he's he's a trained Navy SEAL. Yeah. He's got this sort of qualification. He murdered all these people. Did all this cool stuff. Yeah. And, uh... So they were going to shit can him, and then the captain took him on so he could finish his 20. Yeah, that's right. So we're, we're just setting everything up. They know who Ryback is. Ryback, uh, now he calls the Pentagon, and he's like... Oh, this is a seal, whatever, special fancy phone. I know how to use it because I know how to do everything. She's like, oh, it's kind of like a car phone. I'm a stupid girl. I'm like, thank God we've got this hilarious back and forth between these two. Because it's really adding a whole new element to this fucking movie. You need it. I was going to be worried if he just had to, you know, push through with the plot. He calls the Pentagon and one of the idiot suits is like, how do we know this guy isn't just like a fucking another terrorist trying to trick us? Because one of the guys is like, I will guarantee Chief Ryback. He's one of the good guys. And I'm like, I'll suck your dick if this man fails. This guy's clearly dealt with Casey Ryback before. He fucking knows him firsthand what a badass cool guy he is. Yeah. Also, there's lots of talk here about what happened to Ryback in Panama. Apparently something happened in Panama, and all his guys died, and it ended with him punching out his chief like a badass. Yeah. We needed it. Like, they totally set up for a fucking Under Siege prequel. <laughs> right here, bro. I'm smelling prequel, is what I wrote right yeah. here in my fucking notes. That we're, We haven't had Operation Panama, Under Siege Operation Panama yet? Fucking... It's not. Too, I don't think it's. They too got late. all that cool like computer de-aging shit that Marvel's doing in their superhero movies now. Are they? I just think it'd be super funny if, uh-huh. if like some low rent production company tried to like digitally de-age Seagal to do an Under Siege prequel. I could see it. It'd be fucking awesome. I get, I also just like the idea of him having like the goatee and like the transition lens sunglasses. Sure. Right. Yeah. That he uses nowadays. Oh, his hair didn't used to be deep, deep black. Oh, I don't know what happened. 
I, I have to wear bifocals now and I don't want people to know. So I use transition sunglasses. It looks pretty cool. So Ryback uh, blows up the chopper after this. Oh, I'm sorry. Blows up what? Uh, the helo. I thought so. Uh, he's, he's, yeah, he sets the, the helo to blow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he just like. And then his blower gets taken. He, well, he captive. sets himself up. He, oh, he sorry. He ties wrong, himself up with the rope. Blow. Go ahead. And then he like diehards off the side yeah. of the ship while the the chopper's blowing up. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker! It's, it's like the end of Die Hard. We're only halfway through the movie, yeah. so it's like, oh, it's just Die Hard on a boat. Yeah, maybe for half of it, and then we're going into fucking undiscovered. We're, we're going into dark territory, is what we're doing yeah. after this. You know, you don't know. You don't know what's coming next. You do the motherfucker better. It looked fucking cool. It'd be, it'd be motherfucker. Yippee-ki-yay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's jumping away from an explosion. Looks cool, but stripper gets caught in the melee. Yeah. It doesn't matter though, because when like they're trying to drag her away to like take her prisoner or whatever, fucking, fucking Casey Ryback just shows up and just starts headshotting all these guys. Yeah. Fucking just blows away like four or five of them right there real quick. You get real cool blood squibs and fucking uh, uh, yeah. practical effect like, bullet holes. Takes the one guy heads. and like uh, flips him around and puts him in a chokehold and then puts the gun like uh, right up against his spine and then like blows two bullets like through his spine yeah. and out his chest. That looked fucking cool as hell. Yeah. Uh, so then, yeah, he sets up another bomb, and the guy's trying to follow him, blow that up when they, like, open the door. He's got all sorts of... He's basically the Viet Cong right here. All this fucking mm-hmm. Navy SEAL training is just coming into play. He's basically a robot at this point. Absolutely. Tommy Lee Jones is not happy. These guys keep blowing up. But Gary Busey's got a plan. He's mm-hmm. like, we got all those idiot soldiers he loves trapped. Trapped. They're trapped way down. Busey voice is too much for me. That's all right. That's what I'm here for, Nate. We'll drown them. We're going to drown them alive. All I got to do is hit a couple buttons. It'll fill it up with water. They'll drown. He'll drown. Try to save them. We got a a Titanic situation going on here now. There's water pouring in. Guys are screaming. Clanging all over each other. Drop. Hey, hey. What do you say? Draw me like one of your French girls. (laughs) Meanwhile, Ryback randomly comes across some random room that has, like, six of his best friends in it. Yeah. So he's just, like... Also, that room randomly has, like, a fucking welder's torch and some goggles next to it. So he's like, I'm just gonna torch through this real quick. Like the welder's torch? Get these guys out of here. I believed. Because I was like, well, you know, maybe they welded that door and they got called to something. They got called to something else and we're just like, just leave it there. The doors are welded. Just leave it there. It doesn't matter. We'll get it later. Sure, sure. But like the welding glasses. Hmm. You never know when you might need yeah. a pair of welding goggles. I keep one keistered at all times. I like how he sparks that shit up and puts those goggles on because he's like, <laughs> he's like, this shit's bright. And you can tell because Erica Alaniac turns away and Do she's I get like, goggles too? she's like, oh, Jesus, My retinas. that My shit's retinas. bright. <laughs> No, you'll be all right. You're yeah. just a dumb woman. So he's like, oh, fuck, cool. It's all my best friends in the world. Now I got like a little crew of guys to roll around with. But Busey gets on the fucking like, there's like monitors in every room for some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's like they got like a fucking video comms. They can talk to each other. He's like, hey, Ryback, look it. I got all your guys drowning in here. Yeah. You're probably going to have to go save them, you fucking idiot. Which Ryback is like, we got to go save all these guys. They're... They're the ones in the opening scenes of the movie that were telling yeah. me how cool I am. If they I die, love people who think I'm cool. Who's going to talk about how cool I am? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, everybody in this room, I guess 
They've all known Ryback as just being the cook, but they're all instantly just like fine with being ordered around as with the, the, the cook as their leader now because they're like, I kind of always assumed Ryback was probably the ultimate yeah. badass, so like we'll just put him in charge. I'm a little surprised to learn he's a Navy SEAL. Kind of thought he was a Green Beret, but like sure. I'm still willing to follow him. Except for one like uh, clean cut dude with a stupid New York accent who's like, "Hey, I'm, I'm working the laundry. I'm not gonna yeah. go be a big time hey, hero." Forget about what it. What are you talking about over here? But then the strippers like, "I'm in fucking unlike this pussy," and then is like loading guns all quick and tough. And I'm like, "This chick's got Casey Ryback training now. She's gonna be yeah. badass as hell." Don't you? Let's w- fucking do it. Don't you wish they would have included that scene that they clearly cut, where she, he's all like. This is how you do tactical reloads. No, we gotta, we gotta keep this shit moving, man. Yeah. Just, she probably just watched him do it. But wouldn't you like to watch five minutes of him teaching Erica Laniac tactical reloads like a John Wick? Uh, I bet Tom Rock would be telling us exactly which guns they were loading and reloading during that scene. <clears throat> he'd, he'd mess it up, though, but we'd get the right ones later when Ivo Cobra tells <laughs> us for real. Boom! Take that, Tommy. Also, it's uh, after this, they just... Getting gunfights with the guys, like, trying to go save the other guys. There's a big gunfight coming, and the Admiral calls, and it's funny, because he's got to talk to a stripper. She's like, uh, Casey Ryback's in a gunfight right now. He can't really talk to you. Yeah. Uh, but the gunfight, like, uh, they get pinned down. They do. And then, like, I don't really know what happens, because then they're just away from the gunfight after this, and, like, his whole little crew of people he put together, Mm -hmm. and then him and the stripper just off alone again. But then, like, those guys are just gone from the movie for the next 20 minutes, and then randomly they, like, just pop up out of nowhere again, like, 20 minutes from now. Here's what happens. Ryback signals to the guy from Ace Ventura. Sure. And he goes, Jim Carrey. Here we go. I'm making my move. And he runs in just doing that cool, like, crisscross shooting. Oh, yeah. He's crisscross applesauce guns, shooting. One for each of you. Yeah. He's, crisscross applesauce and guys. He's doing he that. 12 or 13 guys just running down a catwalk. And everybody's like, well, we're just going to wait here while he shoots everybody on the ship. But old Eric Alaniac's like, I'm just going to run behind him because, good right God, I want you him wanna, to fuck me. Just want to keep my eyes yeah. on that can wherever it's going she's like i want to get every inch of him that i can inside of me so i'm gonna keep running after him lanky not very toned yeah. fucking uh tall butt he's got going on yes yeah. I'm, I'm sticking right behind that thing he looks kind of like a muppet yeah a little bit uh so he kills like the whole construction crew that's putting stuff together after he runs down this catwalk they look like they were probably just like guys who had taken a contract to mm-hmm. like didn't really have much to do with all this shit. We got one of the coolest <clears throat> kills here. Though. He murders every single one of them. So when he pulls the rope that was tied up to that I-beam and then it like falls from the sky and impales that guy. That's the one. Sends him through like three levels of catwalks. Just, just impaled on a fucking, fucking steel beam. Runs all the way through him. Yeah, he's fucking just brain to toes. Murders all these people, like six construction guys who are just like unloading yeah. shit and doing their job, but they're fucking dead now. I'm just a construction worker. I don't care. Around this time, some sort of like uh, hacking booby trap that Ryback put together mm. short circuits all the weapons system, and yeah. Tommy Lee Jones and his goons lose control of all the weapons, yep. which he's pissed about. Tommy Lee Jones is not happy about this. No, uh, he's not. Also, though, he's spending a lot of time, him and Cole Meany, on the phone, like selling nuclear weapons to various terrorist organizations around the world. Yeah. So this guy's got a lot of plans. He's going to get like Hans Gruber rich. He's yeah, he's putting in the like work, you know. This is more like uh 
Oh, what was that? What was who was shooting missiles? Was that James Wood? It might have been that uh, White House down again where he's shooting okay. missiles. Oh yeah, that's selling, right. He selling some, to communists. Good work in that movie. They really, they really stole heavily from. Uh, you Under steal Siege. from the best is what you do, yeah. and then you you make a cool fucking movie. Stuck with me more than I thought it would. That White House down. I'll give it credit. SEAL Team 5 shows up during this uh, outage of all the weapons. And yeah. It's like, oh, shit. What's Tommy Lee Jones going to do? All his weapons are down, and these guys are about to get choppered in and take the boat back. Mm-hmm. But he's got a, a secondary plan where it's just like, uh, my guys with all the rocket launchers who are on the deck are just going to rocket launch their helicopter and murder them all. Uh, hundreds of yards before they get anywhere near the battleship. I, I so they're all instantly dead. I do believe he had the submarine come to the surface, and he had the guys on the sub shoot down. Oh, okay. There's definitely the some team. rocket launchers. Yeah, going on. it is a rocket okay, launcher, sure. but I think those were guys on the sub. Right. So SEAL Team Either Five way, is dead. They don't do anything. They didn't see it coming. The SEAL Team. Apparently, they did not want to bring the SEALs in by water. They just they're just like, oh, we'll just chopper them in. That's fine. They were going to get close enough, you know. No reason yeah, for them to sneak on oh, and use right, all their yeah. SEAL training right, to uh, right. come up from the water. Yeah. Like the entire purpose of the Navy SEALs is, we'll just. Come in guns a blazing in a fucking in a chopper. Nobody knew about that missing submarine. <sighs> I bet Casey Ryback knew. Mm-hmm. They would have listened to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, MacGyver or Ryback is MacGyver in mm. missiles. After he killed all the construction guys, he's taking a missile apart and he's like building little bombs with them. He's got like condoms and electrical tape and shit. Yeah, and the stripper is just like watching him, just like this guy can fucking do anything. I can't believe. What a just a jack of all trades he is. Yeah. He's probably the best, I would imagine. He's probably just the a, best out there. Just a great guy. Yeah. Also, yeah. And then we see him doing that, and then jump cut to somehow he's teleported onto the side of the boat. He's wearing all black, like a fucking diving gear. And he's yeah. got all these bombs, and he's on the side of the boat, like hanging from ropes. And I'm like, well, how'd he get over there? He was just like deep inside the bowels of the ship in the no, water station. No, he's good. He's good. Feel like feel like we might have got some stuff cut out there. It moves about quick. It moves very quickly. Uh, so he's like down in the water. He's trying to set bombs yeah. on the fucking uh, submarine to sink it and shit, and foil all these Tommy Lee Jones plans. But uh, Cole Meany spots him right away. He's yeah, just apparently just like uh, that guy's a Navy SEAL. Yeah. I know Navy SEALs. They're always trying to dress in black and get down in the water. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna keep my eyes on the water. He's like, I see one. That's right. They start I see one shooting at him. One guy's swinging a fucking anchor, and he like couple right guys. Back in There's the like shoulder. three guys just throwing anchors. One at of them. One of them hits him though. Ryback's yeah. wounded now. He's got a big yeah. old anchor fucking scar dragged up his fucking back, and uh, he's he's in desperate shape here. They're shooting in the water. He's got nowhere to go. Sets off a quick bomb as a hail mary. One quick bomb. It explodes, but it seemed kind of wimpy. It didn't seem like it did a lot of damage to me. More of a distraction. Yeah, he buying some time. During the distraction, he swims back over, climbs up, uh, tries to get back on the battleship, but who's waiting for him? But Cole Meany. Oh, no. I feel like this guy's dealt with like some fucking pretty serious people before. He knows all their moves. Yeah, some of the worst of the worst. He's yeah. got the drop on Ryback. He's fucking, there's nothing he can do now. It's curtains He's for our guy. Hanging halfway off a boat, fucking like Cole One Meany's shoulder. Got drop on him. His shoulder's fucking. Can't up. even two shoulder. About to get blown away. It's got to be it. Except we hear some gunshots. Black, black, 
Black single shots. Holy shit. Semi-automatic rounds, it sort of sounds like. The stripper shoots Cole Meany, Didn't even saving think, the day. Didn't even think that's who it was. She's now gone back on her pacifist views that she doesn't want to murder a man because she's seen how cool Casey Ryback is, and he loves murdering people. She's never wanted to murder a man, but she's never also wanted to yeah. suck a she man so She never knew badly. how hot watching men yeah. murdered would get her. Right. So now she's fully on board. With all she needs Ryback deep in her loins. <clears throat> she, Do you she, understand? She's going to get it. Do you I, I get feel it? Like she's going to get it. Do you understand how sexually attracted she is to this man? So much I don't so. know if you do. And he doesn't even have his ponytail in right. this movie, I think yeah. we, we pointed out. So right. imagine if he did, like, Wow. But he does have a She'd bitch probably in... marry him like that weird science chick did. So, uh... The, Kelly Brock, that's a great point. Gary Busey's like, uh, this bomb went off and killed the little wing on the edge of the submarine, but I can fix it. Don't you worry. We're gonna be out here in no time. Yeah. And Tommy Lee Jones is like, all right, I trust you. I'm gonna go make Honolulu glow in the dark. Yeah. Uh, uh, that doesn't sound good. Where, who are, <laughs> doesn't sound good it? at all. Uh, yeah, what is... He says that, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go make Honolulu glow in the dark. Where the fuck is it? I I, I think I wrote down. I mean, what, you gonna write down all the racist stuff Gary Busey's yelling at that Italian guy who's no. got hanging off the side of the submarine. Oh, it's not racist. That guy's Italian. Speak some English. Yeah, that's real talk. What would you say to him? I don't know. When he's all like, "Hey, he's just getting like fucking mad O levels of Italian racist is what I'm saying. It's, well, it's just it's the, out of nowhere. You know, these guys, they don't, they belong next to you cooking pizzas, mm-hmm. pal, you know, you understand. Meanwhile, the tech nerd guy is right. like, uh, I can't get the weapons back online, Tommy Lee Jones. How are we going to shoot a missile at Honolulu? And Tommy Lee Jones is like, I got a fucking gun up to your eyeball. How about that? I'm going to blow your fucking head off unless you figure it out. And I'm like, he would shoot one of his own men to make a point. I fucking knew it. Yeah. Hell yeah, I fucking knew it. Not afraid to. So the dude fixes this shit like very quickly because he got a gun put to his African eyeball. Just turns out he didn't want to die. But he's like, uh, it needs a few minutes to charge though, Tommy Lee Jones. So we got to, we got we got to wait a few minutes. Guess I'll buy us some time. Meanwhile, Ryback's crew is back in the fucking movie. They just pop yeah. out of a fucking door out of nowhere and they're like, hey, stripper and Ryback, we're back. Right. And then I wrote uh, down in one of my notes, did we ever save the drowning crew members? I think the movie might have forgotten about them. I think they ended up stopping the water. Mm, did they? <laughs> oh no, no, yeah, that's how the that's how the shootout shootout started. They went to the main water valves. Uh, they shot their shut way down there. Those too. Water valves. Sh- yeah, they shut down the okay. water valves. Okay, thank thank you. Oh God. Was, we don't think about these crew members again until the very end of the movie. We would have been idiots if we hadn't talked about that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so. Ryback's like, uh, I got a plan to sink a submarine. We got this old guy here. He knows yeah. how to shoot old guns. We'll go get all the old bullets and shoot them out of the big guns at the yeah. submarine. They're like, oh, actually, we- I'm going to do all the work, though. I don't even know why we included this old guy as a plot point. Yeah, they're like, we're going to, as we got starbursts on this boat, uh, mm-hmm. Seagal, and he's like, nah, there's also big guns. And it's, uh, everybody's See, like, all oh, right. You you a retired man. I forgot. Fucking tail gunner or whatever the fuck. Yeah, he says some stuff. He acts like this old guy's like yeah. World War II knowledge is what's right. going to allow them to like fire these guns. But instead, we just go to a scene where Ryback's just barking out orders, telling everybody how to use these giant battleship guns. Because this guy can do it all, man. I just wish we had like 14 degrees south. All right. Now, on the, I just need you to move it. 
I was taught how to blow uh, yeah. submarines out of the ocean using these guns in World War II yeah. by Hitler himself. I had an Aikido master in Japan that taught me how to control a submarine. His name was Adolf Hitler. Uh, <laughs> first shot misses. So then he's like, reload, reload. That was the starburst into the air. Well, the, the starburst in the air and... Oh, Gary that's Busey's right. like, ah, it's just a starburst. I ain't got nothing. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, cat and mouse, baby. I was just figuring out where you're yeah, at. That's just illuminating the area. Yeah. Then they shoot one of the real get shells. Get real close. It gets real close. It doesn't hit. And Gary real, Busey's like, oh, fuck. Close. You got to get that little wingy thing fixed yeah. real quick. We got to get the fuck out of here. Giuseppe, you got to fix that shit <laughs> fast. Uh, and then he's all like, get out of here, you greasy dago. I'll do it myself. Tommy Lee Jones is like trying to figure out what's going on when the shot is fired and hilariously just gets blown back like five feet on his Such ass. Such a cool fucking <laughs> shot like here. His eardrums are like blown out. I loved it so much. Stumbling around, he goes screaming flying after and just comes up grabbing his ears like, oh no. It was like some third act of Home Alone shit. That it was good. Right it was here. good, man. So, uh, Ryback's second go-around, just in the nick of time, right before they're able to fucking dive, dive with this submarine after they fix its little wingy, direct fucking hit, they explode the shit out of this submarine, we get, like, one final reaction shot from Busey where he realizes it's coming, and he's like, oh, fuck! Yeah. And then all those guys fucking die. Skranix, uh... He comes to his senses. Uh, he's going fucking nuts. Well, yeah, I guess he doesn't come to his senses. No, he's screaming about fucking. He gets back the up. The Muppet Show after being blown down, saving shrimp yeah. from the Swedish chef. Yeah, he's really lost. All my it. life, Saturday morning cartoons. What the fuck's he talking about here, man? It's crazy. It's it's a man that's torn. It's a man that believes in the greater good, but you can tell he's he's bitten off. Maybe a little bit more than he can handle yeah, here. He can't and, take this fucking six foot five white guy. Yeah. Not only that, but this guy's cool as fuck. You can tell he's also kind of Cajun, I think. He's also trying to come to terms with killing Native American. All those people in Hawaii that he's gonna have to kill. That's here. right, because he did launch a couple of nuclear tipped missiles he's at Honolulu. He's a little Hawaii uneasy right about here, that. So. I don't know. That's something you gotta commit to. You don't just wake up and do that shit. He knows deep inside you gotta crack a couple eggs to make a lard omelet. Yeah. But at the but same time it's another thing to do it. When he flips the switches yeah. to fire the Tomahawk missiles, he is going like a this little piggy went to the market. Yeah. And this little piggy went wee 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 wee. He's just doing all sorts of yeah. weird shit. He's doing a lot of Tommy Lee here. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a lot of a lot of cage esque acting right here. So right. Nick Cage would have been very proud of this performance, yeah. I think. Uh, Pentagon would have been pretty good tracking the missiles. Somewhere in this they're movie. going towards Honolulu and they're like, that's fucking one million fucking Hawaiians fucking dead. And not just the ones that are on ice. I'm talking like yeah. the bounty hunters as well. Like, right. That's basically going to be everybody in yeah. Hawaii. And uh, one of the CIA guys leans over to the other one and goes, we'll just blame it on the cook. Yeah. Which I thought was a great little line. That Tom Breaker guy is worried about saving his ass. Uh, fucking, what a fucking scumbag this guy. Yeah. Empty suit. Empty suit. And he's like, well, let's fucking blame it on fucking Ryback, bro. Uh, so Ryback's doing some fucking serious Aikido uh, a- a- after this, trying to like get his way to the bridge and stop this shit. He's like arm snatching, fucking breaking fucking shoulders and stuff. 
Far worse than that. Last goon, he fucking... What does he get? He fucking roadhouses the guy's... He gets roadhouse. Bear paw roadhouses his throat out is what he, he does right here. And then he's cool just like... fucking shit. He goes, what am I going to do with this throat in my hand? I'm just going to throw it. Save it and give it to the stripper later, He maybe? just throws nope. it. He's toss it on the ground. It's not a chew toy for a stripper. I mean, I a dog. I mean, a it. dog stripper. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones gets the drop on him once he's inside the bridge, though, and fucking yeah. disarms him. And he's like, all right, Ryback, you had your fun, man. But uh, you know what? It's time to reveal that we have some sort of vague but badass shared past. Nate. Uh-huh. <laughs> you and I were puppets in the same sick place. There's a lot of cool fucking talk here. Where yeah. Fucking they're just saying gibberish back and forth at each other. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones is giving him a lot of you're good it's gonna be a shame to kill you and he's giving him a lot of like Bellic you and I are not so different Dr. Jones nah. yeah but you know the difference is the same great whatever Tommy Lee Jones is bitter he tells him and fucking you know Casey Ryback is just fucking trying to make a booyah base that's right bang playmates like come on man it's America can we talk about their slap fight they have with knives? Um, so you're talking about the best knife fight ever put on screen? Thank you. On fucking Thank c- cinema you. history? Celluloid. These guys, they're holding their knives all fucking weird, and they're just like, hot, pop, pop, going real yeah. quick. All right. They're like when you go to like a craft bar, and like the bartender's doing all those like backhanded pours of the jigger into oh, the mixing cool, tins. Huh? But they're doing those with like their knives. Their wrists are doing like cool yeah. knife stuff. Tommy Lee Jones is wearing that sweet Tom Rock jacket, so it's like yep. blocking some of like the fucking thrusts Bully that Ryback's doing. It's fucking cool. So peanut soap. Lasts for a while because he's got that cool jacket on, but eventually Ryback is going to get the drop on anybody because he's the best. So he, he just, is. What he does is he takes his thumb and he just pokes it through Tommy Lee Jones' eyeball. Uh-huh. It's fucking cool as shit. It's, it's like when Dan Doherty fights. Pops his fucking eyeball the out. The captain. In a, oh, yeah. And like. Last season of Deadwood. That stuff. It's fucking brutal. These guys, these guys go at it tooth and nail, eyeball for eyeball. Uh, so Tommy Lee Jones can't really defend himself after his eyeball's been poked out. So then Ryback just Freddy Krueger's his ass through one of the fucking monitors. St- w- welcome to primetime, bitch. He put the knife in his head and then throw <laughs> yeah, that's him through right. the TV. He's fucking yeah. pops out his eyeball, knife in his fucking brain pan, and then Freddy Krueger's him right into a fucking TV. Is there anything more brutal than just like... I'm going to plant my knife in the very top of your head. No, no, that's a pretty cool way to kill somebody, Matt. Yeah. If I was going to kill somebody, that's one of the top five ways I'd probably want to do it. Well, it kilted him. But he's still got his fucking nuclear missiles heading towards Honolulu. We got to worry about it. This is going to kill one million people. Good news is air support's coming in. They shoot down one of the tomahawks. But there's two of them. One gets through. It's going to hit. So oh, we got to rely man, on Ryback. Over. Wait, what? There's still an option? Computer hacking to what? disarm this missile from the base here. But he's a he's a he's a He's an explosives expert That's and a right. knives expert. That's right. Also, we established, we never see him do it, but we established that he could fly that helicopter off of the battleship if he wanted to. But right before the missile hits, Ryback taps in all the codes, and then they're like, missile's been disarmed. Casey Ryback saved Hawaii. Fucking Pentagon's going ape shit. They're screaming. Nate. They're cheering. Babies are getting thrown in the fucking air. It's fucking... This is the greatest day of these people's lives. 
this guy, man, like now it makes sense. He's just a cook. Why he was able to just like utilize that PDA and fax machine so seamlessly in Under Siege 2. That's this right, guy's yeah. just a little bit of a tech All junkie. Forms He's of a tech junkie, man. Like he knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. He can use that for him. He like, used to have like a red box back in the early 90s. You can make free phone calls with it. Yeah. Fucking, you can do all that shit. Now you can just get 99 cent rentals. 2700 magazine. He it's got different. Every, every, every month he got that shit. If this movie came out now, man, he'd be fucking affluent and fucking roadblocks. Oh, and, he knows how uh, to use the Roku. Whatever the other game is the kids play. All that stuff. All of it. He can dab. So, uh, Ryback and his guys cut the crew out because they're like, oh yeah, right. those guys were drowning. We should probably go cut them out of there. Right. So, like the, all the water comes pouring out. And they're like, oh, oh, thank God. Two hours later, you saved us. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryback's making all sorts of funny jokes to the guys. Like they're loving it. They're high-fiving a lot. Yeah. Cue ball comes back and he's like, hey, Ryback, show me your moves. And yeah. Ryback's like, oh, you want to see a move? How about this move right here? And then he just fucking like sexually tongue assaults. rapes, just tongue yeah. rapes Erica Olenek out of nowhere. Yeah. And she's not like, oh no, that came out of nowhere. She's like, fuck yeah, I've been Finally. waiting for this shit to happen all movie. Been Ugh, oh, great. for it. But you know, it's not all fucking, this is a little bittersweet too, because Ryback's a man of respect. So we get one final moment where it's the captain's funeral which they seemingly put right back in charge of. He's at yeah. the very, very fucking front of it, wearing now wearing his fucking dress clothes. And? And Erica Oliniak is wearing a cute little sailor's outfit. But what's ta- uh, uh, Steven Seagal's wearing dress clothes and? Mm, you, didn't, you didn't notice? I don't think I picked up on anything else. That sweet fucking Chris Farley, Man Cow Muller friendship bracelet oh, that he's got no, on I as he salutes. I did not notice that. He salutes with a I don't think the Navy lets that, that slide. established at some point in the movie and nah. got cut out? <laughs> like, was there a friendship bracelet scene? He had scene the same friendship bracelet that Man Cow and Chris Farley wore. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Also, I wrote that Erica Liniak pulls off that super short early 90s mom hair way better than most people do. Oh, way better. Absolutely. Way better than the absolutely. mom from Modern Family when she's got it in Happy Gilmore. Way better. When way she, better. When she pulled... Yeah, way to way to talk about uh, old girl that we've talked about before. Right, yeah. Stay relevant. I like if it. Only we can remember her name. It doesn't matter when she's got the uh, hat backwards with a little bit of the front poking out. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, that's a nice oh, look. Oh yeah, it's a nice little look. Oh yeah, get it, baby. Ass like a twelve-year-old boy makes, makes you want to bow down and beg for, for buttermilk. Milk. All right, let's. On that uh, note. End this and take a break. Uh, listen to some coming attractions. What are we going to do in the new year? I wonder. Uh, we'll have to figure something out. When we come back, I guess we'll uh, call Tom Rock back and do a little Judgment Day. I mean, he called me a second ago. Oh God. <laughs> Lord, who do you have to blow to get an air conditioner around hey. here? I think Killer just peed on my bra. You go on next. I don't have anything to wear. Perfect.
A maniac is killing strippers. Great. A stripper. How are they going to keep this quiet? Detective Sheehan has the only weapon that can stop him. Her body. And it's more than just going out there and turning them on. It's like something's cutting loose. To kill. One woman's fantasy becomes every woman's nightmare. A New York City detective in search of a killer is about to disappear into the night. What he sees, what he feels, what he discovers will change his life forever. Al Pacino, cruising. Rated R. Starts this week at a theater near you. Okay, again, he push. Oh, okay, okay, firing up that phone call. Let's, let's see if Tom Rock answers. Hello. Hello. What do you got? What do you got going on back there? What are all those noises? That's uh, the Riverdales. That's Chicago represent, man. Punk rock. Sounded like you were listening to that jungle music. It, it did. Oh, do you want some jungle music? Uh, are you going to DJ for us? Is that what the second half of this podcast is about to turn into? I'm all right. Don't worry. You. Don't worry. I'm going to put on the Italians for, for Matt. No, he's, he's not going to want to hear that. It's like he heard you saying all those hurtful things about Italians earlier, Nate. Well, man, you made the derogatory uh, statement. I'm doing it up. I tell. He's how much wild turkey have you had? Uh, Maker's Mark, dude. Oh, okay. Always classing it up. That's, yeah. He always classes hey, it up. Fancy. Anyways, where are we at in the fucking? Uh... It's Judgment Day, Tom Rock. It's Judgment Day, motherfucker! Did, did we already do the uh, like the the music and the? It's like to me. Yeah, the music that we used was the theme to Guts. Mm-hmm. So you're embarrassing me right now. I'm just talking and sounding stupid. Judgment Day. Casey Ryback is a bad motherfucker. He shows you right <laughs> off the bat when he throws that goddamn knife. And like, like, he's got his dartboard. He's all like, hey. That's true. He's got hey, a cutting board, fucking dartboard. Hey, I, hey I'm in, in the, the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. I cook, I chop, I clean. What do you want? I also Fuck cook. Fuck you. Fuck you. The Admiral wants me to cook his meal. I'll cook the Admiral's yelling. meal. Fuck you. I you would not lock me up without the Admiral's fucking permission. Oh, they do it anyway. So what happens? Everyone fucking dies. Yeah. Literally everyone. Rightfully fucking so. He even tells the wonder, he's like, hey, man. Hey, man. Let me out of here. He tries to tell. Oh, this is that bullshit. kid was so stupid. I'm telling you right now. And what happens? That dude gets hosed because he doesn't let Casey Ryback out. You gotta let Casey Ryback out. He's a Vietnam vet, dude. He's decorated. Now, Tom Rock, uh, there's a vague reference to the past that Casey Ryback and Tommy Lee Jones uh, character, CIA officer uh, Smithers, uh, share. 
Do you think they know each other from Vietnam, and do you think that's possibly a Under Siege prequel that we should have gotten? I'm going to say right off the bat, no. Not even remotely. Because especially, like, with these movies, like, this is, like, what, 1992, 93? Yeah, right, 1992. Like, they didn't do that kind of shit back then. You know what I'm saying? No, but, like, should we have gotten it? Do you think there's story there? Well, if you want to, but, like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, I want to. There's a reference to... Are you talking about like right before he like stabs him in the head? Like, yeah, yeah, he's like, uh, I know you. We, we have a past, you don't we? Know that we killed all these people or something stupid CIA bullshit. I shot babies, man. But it's not like it, it's not that over the top where you're like, I don't know, Nate. Okay, so so what do you think happened in Panama where all of Steven Seagal's guys died and he punched out his commanding officer? And could that be an under siege prequel? That is a tie-in, same universe, same leather jackets, better uh, shenanigans on uh, Mario Lopez, though. Not Mario Lopez. No, Mario, Mario Lopez. Peoples. He could be in it. Mario and Peoples. Fucking, that's Heartbreak Ridge, dude. Heartbreak Ridge and Home Alone all in a shared universe with Under Siege. It's getting bigger. Heartbreak Ridge is Panama, though, isn't it? Isn't it Panama? Is Heartbreak Ridge the one with uh, Mel Gibson and Andrew Garfield? No, 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 that's Clint Eastwood, dude. Gunny, Gunny, you're never going to be more than a sergeant because you're a piece of trash. Da, 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 da. Oh, he does. He does get angry and in that one. Fucking Panama, man. What, what on earth is he talking about? Uh, Van Halen. Panama. So what do you what do you think, man? Because we're gonna we're gonna get into the bullet points or no the like judgment. What day. do we call it? Judgment day. Judgment Day is when we go out to the internet to see what the people had to say about the movie we watched. Do you want to see what they have to say? Five Ninja Star reviews, one Ninja Star reviews, the whole shebang? Will you allow me to listen in on this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Will you you give me a spoiler really quick? Is there an Ivo Cobra 88 on this one? Unfortunately, Ivo Cobra did not not weigh in on Under Siege. I was shocked to see, very shocked to see that. He was well. Damn, well, damn. agreed. You gotta understand. You guys gotta understand. He's conflicted due to uh, uh, conflicting political views. What with the Soviet Party where he lives oh, sure. and everything else, and the Slovenia nuclear subs. Was definitely, yeah. they had a Mannix was yeah. right movement after yeah. this movie came it's, out. It's tough. He can't. He can't talk about everything legally. All that. All that. Gentlemen, my Let's first go. one ninja star review. It's from an IMDB user named Megan18584. But she's fat. So this, yeah, I was going to say, so this is a female coding on this one. Yeah, that was, she's uh, That was her weight. This is going to be a good one. That was her weight, 18584. Ate about 100 of them, turns out. Yeah. Well, we're going to get a female perspective here. As many uh, crude and crass jokes as you guys want to make. I'm interested in hearing what a woman has to say about Under Siege. I'm all about the listeners. And you she know that says. About me. What a disgusting movie. I thought I was going to watch a war movie. Whoa. But instead, this movie is for disgusting men. One ninja Vietnam star. That's, that's all she has to say. She was angry. Vietnam vet. How are you going to say, how are you going to be like, I thought I was going to watch a war movie. Yeah, just because it's not a war you've ever heard of. Hey. Like, 
watch to the end credits. This really happened with the Missouri. It was really decommissioned. All oh, this is a true story. She's lucky. She's lucky, man. It's they fucking they knocked down those fucking missiles. It's just like fucking the uh, the rock. You know what I'm saying? Just like, like the rock. They knocked those missiles down before Except they got less to you. you green know, orbs. Just because you didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. Hey Tom, mm-hmm. how many Lilith fairs do you think that chick went to? Well, I was at at least one. <laughs> so she was at least four. I'm gonna say yeah. I was at one. I worked one. Oh, oh fucking, back when you were parking cars at the Tweeter. Fucking lucky. At the New World Tweeter Center. How much How much Nobody ass did Tom Rock son. pull Nobody at that fucking Lilith there? Yeah, did you ever you let... You had to be legendary. You ever let young girls park for handies? I let a lot of people park for a lot of things. And then when they got... That's called, an awesome. A lot of drugs like, oh, in that parking lot. That car's there. And then we'd be like, this car needs to get towed. A lot of drugs in that parking lot. And then we'd have the car lot. towed away. And then people would come back and be like, where's my car? You're like, I don't know what you're talking about. All you people that got your car towed at that live 1996 concert, make sure you mail Tom Rock at the U26. He owes you some money. Care of, care of uh, Svenguli. Care of Svenguli. That's bullshit, dude. That was a lot of information you should not throw out there. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it isn't just women who dislike Under Siege. There are also some men out there who uh, didn't respond fondly <laughs> to this film. Uh, including Letterboxd user Adrian Thomas, who gives this one ninja star. Adrian Thomas says, Fuck you, Steven Seagal. Fuck this movie. It's a fucking disgrace to the U.S. Navy. I cringed every time someone addressed someone else with disregard of their rank. In the beginning, I was on the side of Gary Busey when Seagal, a petty or a chief petty officer, would talk back to him. That's insubordination, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck what you say. There's no fucking way a chef, aka a mess management specialist who calls himself a cook who used to be a Navy SEAL, would act the way Steven Seagal acts in this movie. There's no fucking way Gary Busey's character would act the way he was acting. Plus, how would Busey's character rank all the way up to a commander with that fucking evaluation? How do they just now figure out that he's crazy? Yeah. There's no fucking way any of these events would ever happen. It's way beyond suspension of belief by just seeing the first ten fucking minutes of this quote-unquote film. Mm. I'm sorry, but I'm livid. The fact that this is considered Seagal's best going. film is more frustrating than the film itself. It just shows the amount of ignorance people back then had when it comes to the basic conduct of the U.S. military. My father was a uh chief petty officer. The same ranking Seagal is in this film. And it's a shame that this rebellious piece of shit cook in the film representative of my daddy's rank in the Navy. It's a disgrace to the integrity and security of the armed forces. It's a disgrace to all private first classes out there. It's a disgrace to the USS Missouri. A disgrace to the Navy SEALs. It's a disgrace to the CIA. It's a disgrace to anyone sucked into thinking this is a good film. Hey. Yeah, what up? Can I tell this guy one thing? Sure. I was a corporal once. Oh, yeah? Look at me now. Wow. Look hey, at me now. Can I tell this dude a couple of things? Yeah. Hey, it wasn't the Missouri. That was on the Alabama. Other than my personal offense taken by the almost blatant disregard of military conduct and discipline, this film sucks. We all know it's Die Hard on a Ship, but it's not. 
I go into detail as to why Steven Seagal films suck Whoa. here. And then he's got a hyperlink to somewhere. I'm not oh, clicking God. on that. But let me recap a bit for you. I can't root for a guy that's invincible. Totally. I know that he's going to be fine by the end of the film. Yeah. Not true. He had to get three stitches in the last scene, so shows what you know, idiot. Yeah. Why should I care? At least in Die Hard, John McClane gets the shit shot at him while he runs barefoot on glass. Then there's the addition of Erica Oleniak. Oh, yeah. I like her. She's attractive. And she's not a bad actress. But the only reason why she's on screen is for the eye candy. She's there so that we don't have to look at Seagal's dumb, emotionless mug for a hundred minutes. Plus, we get a pair of tits. Nice. It's great for the men watching, but it's not exactly great for the film. In fact, it's just written in baggage. Also, why is she wearing a uniform at the end? Did she fucking join the Navy? Yes, she did, and that's why Chasers is in the expanded uh, Under Siege uh, universe. I already already called it out in the the pre-everything. When Uh the guy's like, do you know how to use that? And she's like, uh, I think I got this. Click, clack. She's got Casey Ryback training. She's cool. I'm going to let her wear a uniform at that point. She, like she her uniform better if it was crumpled up on the floor at the end of my bed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah. still, still killed more people than some of the motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? She killed fucking Colmini. Bam. Speaking of which, where are the women sailors, NCOs, and officers? I'm pretty sure they existed in 1992. I was so mad about the inaccuracy of this film that I went to the IMDB goof section of Under Siege, and there's so much more bullshit. The amount of flies this heap of bullshit attracts is astounding. This movie is the worst. Thank God Andrew Davis did The Fugitive after this, or else I wouldn't have forgiven him. Steven Seagal, on the other hand? Fuck you, man! Wow. One ninja star from Letterboxd user, Adrian Thomas. You mean... Chief Pettiest like, Officer, oh, wow. TJ Thomas. That's a pretty good roast. Hey, right off the bat, when he's like, I, I don't agree with... It's like, that's the whole reason he gets locked up is because he doesn't... He does, he does In the refrigerator, which is SLP. Yeah. He doesn't... He Mouth doesn't off, you get locked in the fridge. Krill as Commander Krill. He's like, I'm your officer, motherfucker. I don't care what... I want you to drift me is Commander Krill, sir. Commander Krill, sir. And then they even go into the whole backstory. They're like, the only reason you're here is because you were a bad motherfucker. And because of what happened in Panama. You for being a bad motherfucker. And you already fucked up, but you're, you, you are the executive chef. They, they went through the whole backstory. So this guy's all like... Why uh, executive like, chef? He's just a cook. I got good news for you. I, dude, I'm, I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you guys. I know the viewers won't be able to see us, but you will they be might. able to see this. Are we filming this? <laughs> well, you can post this on the uh, the the website. The Instagrams. Dude, I am showing you. I am posting. This is well, it's not. See, so about to send us dick pics. But, dude, I am posting yes. a picture right now. I'm sending it to you. Dude, that motherfucker... Feedback at babyoilandblow.com. That last guy, I don't know. I, yeah. I want to get a hold of that guy and be like, hey, hey. Good news. Hey. We got five bullet reviews, too. Oh, did you guys think that there aren't any women out there who like Under Siege? I thought there's a lot of women. I got a five-minute-star review from Letterbox yeah, user Samantha too. Glaraga that says otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> she Sexy says... Sammy. Samantha Glaraga says... For it is by my grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. 
not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Steven Seagal, as he's forcing his thumb into Tommy Lee Jones' skull through the eye socket, and thereby saving the world. Five ninja stars from Letterboxd user Samantha Glaraga. That might be the who sm- gets it. That might be the smartest review we've ever read mm. on this show. Okay, to this point, but I might have another one, a little bit smarter, a little bit more to the point. My second five ninja star review from a Letterboxd user named Wiki Patera. Wiki Patera. Wiki like Ken Patera, but with Wiki. Patera. You know. <clears throat> so, smartest review we've ever read. It's, it's, gonna, it's right here. Wiki Patera says, Jesus Christ, the set on the broad in this. <laughs> Five ninja stars from Letterboxd user Wiki Patera. There's a guy that gets it. Oh, Christ. What more could be said? What more needs to be said? That's, uh, that's all I got to say. Oh, good I'm God. The first, the, the, the first check with the first five bullets, though, with the whole, like, and the fucking stab to the eye. Like, mm-hmm, yes. mm-hmm. That is one of the best, dude, hands down. Dude, their knife fight. When, like, Such a good knife does, fight. Tom. Does, Tom. This is one of the, this is hold, one on, of the, like, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's set you up here. You're giving us okay. thoughts. It's Sorry. your turn, bro. Let's do this for oh, real. Official. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Ninja star rating. Final rating. You're on the clock. All right. I'm like, I, I'm I'm holding a blade the same way. You're like, <laughs> this is one of the first times almost as uh-huh. a kid when you were into that shit where you're like, oh, he's holding the blade downwards. Yeah. All cockeyed. Down and down. Slash across. But you're holding the blade down. And next thing you know, it just goes, bam, bam, thunk, slam, fuck you, I'm out. Yeah. Do some Foley work. He doesn't hear that over at the WB network. Always. Does he like the sound of the rubber rubber chickens hitting the ground with his mouth? What? Huh? Who? That's a killer boss fight. That's a killer. End to the whole thing, and it pretty much wraps the fuck up right after that, ain't it? Like, Hell yeah! Kind of like, oh yeah, yeah. He makes out with the stripper. Yeah, well, she wrote that in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think? Uh, <laughs> you think? You think Busey deserved a little better? Oh, oh. No, no, no! Busey did just what Busey does. Busey got what he deserved. Like. Deuce, that you're you're looking at though is like this is prime. Th- isn't this before even fucking Point Break? Do you see? This is right after. I think that's ninety one. Yeah. Either way, he's already been Buddy Holly here, so it's fucking Gary Busey. Yeah. What are we talking about? It's all downhill from here. But at the same time, at this point, you're like he's playing the heavy. He deserved what he got, and it's like oh yep, and he did his part. Yeah. I was like to him seeing him like. On a missile that gets fired and then he rides it like into so, the air a hundred yards yeah. and explodes like that something like that maybe. So what did a little, a little uh what was that movie uh Spaceballs Doctor Strangelove? Yes, yes. <laughs> what uh his whole pretty thing sure was like, his, his it was Spaceballs. Shits with the monologue of like I am commander. You will da da da. That was his shit right there in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he did it, and he did it perfectly, and it was like bam, bam, bam. And then he was like, I don't know why you put up with this clown. The movie, w- 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 rightfully so though. They treated him like they're like, yeah, 
You got us to the bridge. You did this. But you know what? We would have done this kind of without you. He comes up with the drown in the sailor's plan. So, so what? To that, but he also he uh, he also put in the some big old fake titties and a fucking ham hock hairdo. You know? Yeah. Like, we 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 left out like it's me, Miss July '89. <laughs> I didn't hear you guys' shits when we kind of got cut off there for a couple hours. But if you didn't recognize that, hey. He, he he had his shit. You know what I'm saying? He I got, deserved what he got. Krill, he did it perfectly. Da 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 da. I I I still stand by it when I said it earlier when we were talking. I got Solid. I got four. I got one one final question for you before we put this shit to bed. What stopped you from going a full five? Oh wow. Oof. If you would ask me that, like. 20 years ago, even when I was a kid, I would have been like, That's a five bullet fucking street. Oh, no, we don't have time travel technology. It's not gonna happen. Now, I, I, I actually I don't have an answer for you right now. I'm going solid, I'm, I'm sticking with my solid four, but like, I think that's respectable. Four is a respectable rating, but like, it, it's almost a perfect diehard. It is a perfect diehard movie, it is like, it is, and like. Dude, even, you even get the explosion. I'm jumping off as it explodes. Hey. He die hard right off that boat. Then they throw the anchors at him or whatever, the hooks. Oh, they got him. Oh, I think we got him. We got a piece of shit here. What if Erica Oliniak, after uh, she's hanging out with Steven Seagal, is just wearing the die hard tank top and it's getting like wetter and more tore up throughout the rest of the movie? Five ninja stars then? If they would have had her going to tank top, and it got dirtier, but then he was at one point was like, "Hey, we can't get the helo to land. We're gonna have to have you go up in this air duct and crawl for a few. Then you'll signal the helo." I would have been like, "That sounds Holy great." Shit. Yeah, that's just enough. That's crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? That's fair. But like, yeah, dude, solid four fucking bullets for me, man. Well, Mister Rock, we respect it. We're gonna have to we let you go you. so we can wrap this son of a gun up. Don't let don't let me go without here. Like I want to I want to be on the air to hear you guys' fucking bullets, dude. Don't do don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. All right, fuck it. We'll wrap it up together. I'm gonna go first because that's the thing we do here. Yeah, Matt. What's your if final you thoughts? A, if you need a hammer, I'll give it to you. you know okay, I mean? you're gonna have to do that. I appreciate you. I uh, like Mr. Rock. Watched this one all the time when I was a young child. It's probably the Seagal film that I am most familiar with. Hmm. Uh, it does a lot of things right. It does very few things wrong. It hits on pretty much every stupid thing that we've built this podcast on. It's got people blowing up. It's got people getting bloodied. It's got a pair of tates in them. My only, only, only complaint to this film is it's 142, could be 130, wow. no problem. I mean, I hour 30, not hour 42. There's a little bit we can shave off. There's a little we can clean up. But goddamn, it's close to perfect. I'm going to go a little past Tommy here. I'm going four and one halves. Four blots. and a half. Holy Saw shit. Saw it coming. I'll allow it. Uh, my final thoughts here. Lie. I don't even have to hear Nate's bullet review. Uh -huh. Like right now, I'm like, I wish I had this on DVD right now. Or I knew, can you stream this right now for free anywhere? 
Mm, I believe I rented it. Yeah, you got to rent it did on not, Apple. Did not find it for free. See, that's a problem. Right now, as soon as I hang, whenever I get done you with could, you guys. You could probably find a good rip of it on YouTube. I would be totally down with watching this book right now. That, 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 I will bump my, you guys wouldn't allow me. I'll bump mine up to a four and a half also. Four and a half. For the, the half is the fact that if I could right now put it on as soon as I'm done with you, I'd be like, fuck, holy shit, I'm watching this movie. You we'll, know what I'm saying? We'll fix, your, we'll fix yours in post if we can find it online, but we got to find out what Nate has to say. I think this is probably he's gonna go like one two. of the best action movies he of he hates the fun. 1990s. It's the best Die Hard ripoff of all time. Cap off our entire month of Die Hard. Always thought that uh, Under Siege two very underrated sequel. It's a good one. I was like Under Siege great, underrated Under Siege two very underrated. Now that I've watched both of them yeah. in recent times, maybe equal. Oh, Under no. Siege 2 may be just no. as good as Under Siege. Get him, Thinking, Tom. Oh, my God. Bogosian in that movie? I think he's doing Tommy Lee Jones' work in that movie. Bogosian kills it. Under Siege 2 is a not-as-good broken arrow. Uh, Does this movie have Morris Chestnut? Does Morris Chestnut appear in the first Under Siege at any point? Ham. Ham. Ham him up, Tommy. I think I'm going right where I went with Under Siege 2 Dark Territory. Three and a half ninja stars for Under Siege. He's just below us. Just below you. Solid, solid recommend, though. He's not even just below. That three and a half, even... Even if, I, even if I stuck with the four, that's not even just below. Oh, you've got to stick with the four. You're not allowed to change it. I was, I was humoring you when I said you could change it. Hey, Tom. Yo. When... Would you say his rating is not just below, it just blows? <laughs> it's under siege. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I remembered the uh I remember, I remember the bad guys having meatier parts than they than they actually have in this this movie. That's a couple fair. good speeches that's and that's fair. it. We got a new year coming up. Uh that means we're gonna have a new theme. We're coming into twenty twenty two. We got a little month we're coming up called New Year Oldest Profession. When we are celebrating the prostitute, we are going to do an entire Woo! month of movies about sex workers. Coming up next week, 1987, little film called Stripped to Kill. Get 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 it on your Bing box and check it out, Tom Rock. Tom Rock, you got any thoughts on Stripped to Kill? No, I don't know that one. Oh. Okay, well, you're getting ready to get it because this yeah. is the end of the podcast. Whether you said getting, all the things that need to be said. Whether you're getting strippers or getting killed by strippers, it's baby oil and blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own. And it hurts when they tear your dreams apart.
could use a friend. 